The fall season is underway with Vandelver and below the Shattered Obelisk and a brand new season of the Great Dane Society playing Horror on the Orient Express. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow chaotics find the chaos. You are listening to Swords and Sages, playing Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, led by your dungeon master, Tiana Hansen, me, as I take this group of unlikely adventurers through Candlekeep Mysteries. Let's go ahead and meet our adventurers. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook. And I'm playing Dewey to Meditate. Uh, my parents are somewhere here in the library, I think. Anyway, I'm looking for some some swords and maybe maybe some sages, maybe. I'm Lady Bedivere, aka Alondra, and I will be playing Sabachthani Moreover. Now, Sugar, why don't you take your hands off of that before I take them off for you? My name is James Aaron O, and I'm playing Wuya. And adults say I'm what's the word? Precocious? I'm Laura Domingo. I play Odilla Inaldi, a woman in search of answers for the case she could never solve. I'm Ezra Denny. I have no idea why I'm playing D&D, and I am playing Lester Moreover. Tell me, have you ever given up everything for the love of a good woman? Mystery and intrigue wait around every corner as our adventurers explore Candlekeep and its mysteries. So come along with us as we explore Candlekeep. Hello guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to Quests and Chaos. I am your GM for the evening, Tiana Hansen, and I am joined by these magnificent people who have promised me they're not going to banter for the next, like, five minutes. We'll see if it actually happens. Uh, we're going to run through some quick announcements before we jump into the, the recap. You know... Interpretive dance counts as banter, too. (laughs) I can't see it. Yes, I can. Oh, I thought it was only on you. (laughs) This is all a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're horrible. I love it. Uh, Yes. Hi, everyone. It is the first of the month today, and we are at 45% of the Tavern app upkeep for the month. This comes from our Patreon, this comes from YouTube uh, ads, and it comes from our wonderful Twitch subscribers. If you want to uh, add to the Tavern Fund, there are many ways that you can do this. We have the Patreon, we have our shop, questingchaos.com slash shop. Um, merch. merch, excuse me. It should be shop. Shop is shorter. Merch is more common. That sounds like banter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Thomas. Uh, yes, you can give bits, you can subscribe on Twitch, you can, and then, you know, for uh, the non-monetary stuff, you can share our videos, you can watch all of our stuff on YouTube, turn off ad blocker, or have premium. I just got premium because I spend way too much time on YouTube, and we get a cut of that. So, for, that, that, that was a question that I was asked. I had to throw that at Thomas to be like, I don't actually know. So, yes, apparently. Um, <clears throat> hang out on, on YouTube for entirely too long like I do and watch our VODs. Uh, if we hit 100% this month, the month, this month of November, we will be giving away a D&D 5e source book. Uh, unknown which one at the moment, we'll figure it's a good that one. out. It's a good one. Of your choice. Of your choice. Ooh, get fizz bands. It looks, oh, it looks really cool. Probably the bad one. <laughs> 
Uh, we are currently at 176 of 200 new followers. For every 200 unique followers to our Twitch channel, we'll be doing a t-shirt giveaway of your choice of the sizes that are currently available within the choices. Are you like Superman? No. I no. Of your choice, <laughs> big asterisk. <laughs> um, in the shirt with an octopus on it. Let's <laughs> be honest. One, it's a real octopus. It's a very happy octopus. Uh, one of the one of the rewards that our patrons get. <laughs> Sorry, watching Thomas face <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> It starts. Uh, <laughs> this is why being in person is so much better. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, I missed you guys. Ah. Okay. Uh, another reward that our wonderful patrons get is uh, the Guild of the Five E's, which is run theoretically once a month that uh, Thomas is currently... <laughs> is that written up there? Big asterisk. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't say once a month up there. <laughs> we... You like, you, you, like to, you like to pretend it'll be once a month. Sporadically. Intermittently. They're, they're... <laughs> the Guild of the Intermittent Ease. <laughs> There's five games a year. That's There we go. There we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, our, our patrons have the opportunity to play a game that Thomas GMs. Uh, there is still spots available for the Sunday, November 7th game that Thomas is going to be running for our wonderful patrons. Uh, and then I have <clears throat> word from our corporate overlords. Uh, Titan Media Collective <laughs> is having a community night Thursday, November 18th. What time is that at, Thomas? 5 to 7 p.m. Five to but seven the pre-show. <laughs> um, streamers across our collective will be coming together to do something. We've no idea yet, but it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. Go check it out. Uh, Titan Media Collective on Twitch, I believe. Yes. They love banter. <laughs> Not as much as we do, because no one loves banter as much as we do. As evidenced by the fact that we were asked not to banter during the announcements, <laughs> and yet. It's all from this corner, too. <laughs> this banter's productive. Next slide, please. Uh, yes, uh, another thing that our patrons can do. <clears throat> Excuse me. I laugh so hard I cry. There you go. <clears throat> Uh, our, our patrons are able to award cards once a month with from from the deck of inspiration created by our own Thomas Cook. Dangerous horse. And, oh my God. and we have several uh, this month. One of them is a change of fate from Squeal the Bard, which is nice. you get advantage on a skill attack or saving throw roll. It can be played after the roll, but before the outcome is determined. Uh, and then from Duke Fleek, we've got three more cards. Ooh. Whoa. Mm. One more time. You gain one extra action on your turn. The rules of the number of spells in a turn still apply. That's a good one. Uh, magical key. When this key enters a lock, it automatically opens a regular or magical lock with a DC of 15 or less and is then destroyed. I think Odilla used that on her last date. Probably. Mm. <laughs> Several times. Oh, I leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, boosted regeneration. When consumed in combat... This potion heals 1d6 plus 2 HP at the beginning, uh, and then at the beginning of your turn, you heal an additional 1d6 plus 2 HP. It continues until the end of the combat. Outside of combat, this potion heals 1d6 plus 2 HP. What's combat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's the thing. It's the thing that you guys force me to do when when uh, when when I run out of actual like social things for you to do. So uh, I, I mean, maybe I should change that to encounter. 
You know? Because you never know. Like, right, I guess so as Ojilla knows, an encounter might require some what? There was actually, That's a con check there. Wow. There was a game, I don't remember which one, where you took damage in, like, so, in social encounters were just like uh, 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 physical encounters, and you would take damage, and then somebody would win the social encounter. I mean, oh, Elspeth takes psychic, psychic damage, damage regularly in Frostmaiden, so. <laughs> all right, well, it looks like we have some bits, and, and uh, I'm not entirely sure who all they're going to, but it is it is 500 bits from Squeal the Bard for in-studio time. James. Oh, my God, it feels so good to actually be throwing bits at each other again. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of pressure to catch Wait, keep, keep, keep them that way. I'm still choosing spells. Throw <laughs> <laughs> uh, A thousand bits from Duke Fleeg. Four. <laughs> Heads up, dear. A uh, hundred bits from the Hefner. Cool. Wait, thanks. I, I think he added another I, 900. Yeah, he did. And the Hef is usually one and one. The Hef is usually one and one, In but... Fact, uh, one this time he gave a hundred. One player and one for Ezra. The, uh, for the guild name. For the guild name. There we go. All right, so 500 to me. So I'll take one of the biggest. I'm going to keep the party ones and my ones separate. <laughs> and one for you, sir. Wow, it's like you used to play basketball in high school or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I was not known for catching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how James knows that about, uh, about Ezra. I was six fouls. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> six fouls. Isn't that the name of the uh, goose tape? cult that we're trying to defeat? Probably. All right. Well, if that that is all of the bits, that is all of the cards, and that is all of the that's not all of the announcements. You know what was left out of the announcements? Birds of Paradise and the schedule <laughs> and Nord Games. All of all all of the wonderful people who help us out make all of the beautiful content. So first of all, of course, Birds of Paradise with the beautiful saguaro dice that Ezra is showing off. I'm even pronouncing them correctly in honor of us being in studio. Wow. <laughs> Um, yes, birdsofparadise.com is, is the website that you want to go to. Use the code chaotic in order to get 15% off of your, 15% off of your order. And if today you, at the break, we're going to give us, we're going to give a set away. Wow. 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 Courtesy. This is courtesy of Mama Bird herself. Wow. If Our you had 710... Thomas leaves the, the camera <laughs> in the uh, in the pool. You just won. Congratulations. I did, does it count if I didn't run around the studio? That's <laughs> no, true. There was no lap. No, you have to do the lap in order for it to actually count. I'm just really impressed that you didn't get up at all during our actual pre-show when we told you to. And yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, like you do. But that's when you remember all the things that you forgot. Indeed. So yes, Birds of Paradise, the, uh, the the Kickstarter dice are on the move. Apparently there was something uh, that happened with one of the, the machines, the casting something. Something went sideways in, in the factories. It's time of COVID. Everything goes sideways for everyone. We all just sort of... A delayed Kickstarter? What? Shock. Shock, I say. This is, not, this, is, this is nothing to say with Birds of Paradise. Birds of Paradise are an amazing company, and Andrea has been amazing about keeping everyone updated about what's going on. So all of our love to Andrea. In dealing with the move and all of that stress. Uh, another friend of the show is Nord Games, and now I'm going to feel unprepared because I wanted to hold up a book and didn't. I didn't go get it, so I'm not. I'm, but I'm not going to watch the camera. Oh. <laughs> I thought you forgot the, oh, the ridiculous URL. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you had seven twelve, <laughs> for Thomas becomes a Muppet. <laughs> 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 
the real reason that I oh, decided rusty. I had to go. I mean, clearly. Uh, NordGamesLLC.com slash three dot HTML. <clears throat> In order to pick up wonderful source books that are basically system agnostic, most people use them for D&D, but you can use them for pretty much any setting. I heard about someone recently who got the uh, Spectacular Settlements, which is a brick of a book. Thick. I love this book. There are several uh, entries in here that are from Quest and Chaos uh, cast members that are beautiful, and I can't wait to see them get played out in real life at some point. Uh, so if you go to nordgamesllc.com three, slash 3.html and use the code chaotic20 at checkout, we get a bit of a kickback from your purchase, you get a bit of a discount on your purchase, and you're helping out a wonderful small business that we absolutely love. We should make them a bit.ly. <laughs> right? Oh, God. Bitly slash Nord. Yeah. Ooh, okay. It's in the chat. It you is, because, because, of, because of the wonderful people who drop the exclamation points into the chat. I believe it was Duke Fleek who did the Nord Games one. Thank you. Um, now, I think that's everything. No, the schedule. We have a schedule. We do have a schedule. Shocking, shocking, I say. So, um, Wednesday, we uh, the, the next episode of the Redacted Reports comes out. We are deep probably a poor choice of words, deep into the module Lover in the Ice. If you're familiar with it, heed the, se- the, the, the content warnings. They are there for your protection. Um, Three S's. <laughs> <laughs> Snow. Yeah. Sleet. Sleet. Mm. And Sodom. And Sodom? <laughs> Sodomy? Sauna. Oh, sauna. <laughs> you mean sauna? Sauna. Uh, and then on Saturday, we have the double header back. Finally. Rhyme of the Frost Maiden is returning. Time indeterminate. No, it has been determined 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Be there. You should should pull a big time move and be like 11.25. (laughs) Big brain move there. Are you guys are, are you guys going to be doing the pre-show at at 10:45? All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That piece is to be determined. James will be eating That's breakfast. <laughs> oh god. Oh, just make it up. Oh, my hey. cereal today. <laughs> just like slither out from hey, another ass slither out from a bed. <laughs> so you four asses. <laughs> oh goodness. So yes, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden will be returning at 11 a.m. Pacific time to 4 p.m. Pacific. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Excuse me. <laughs> Play longer, damn it. <laughs> we tried. That's post what we started at 11. Post show. We call those the after darks. Oh right. We have a post show. Oh yeah. There will be a post. We'll be awake enough for that. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. James Lee dinner. The caffeine might have kicked in by then. My and, cereal tonight. And then at six o'clock uh, that same evening, we will be back with Down Darker Trails, where we are finally on our way. It sounds like maybe to Mexico to deal with this tablet thing. So we'll see how that goes. So yes. Schedule this week. Also check out YouTube uh, for the recent Dune Imperium playthrough that that we put up. We played that last Tuesday instead of doing a live stream on Tuesday. James made me change the name of it to How Not to Play Dune Imperium. (laughs) And how many views has it gotten us since? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, clickbaity titles do the trick. It's, It's completely true. That was just what people put in all the comments for our Gloomhaven playthrough. (laughs) How not to play Gloomhaven. Um, so on that note, let's go, let's, ending. <laughs> let's go explore Candle Key.
Uh, previously on Swords and Sages, our wonderful, illustrious adventurers, heavy asterisks there, were, were sent off to Baldur's Gate in order to find out what was going on with the books that were turning into little monstrosities in Candlekeep and attacking people. Uh, after some interesting detective work within Candlekeep itself, James, don't drop your coaster. <laughs> <laughs> That's banter. <laughs> but if I'm doing it, it's fine. Oh, man. <laughs> now we see the system is broken. Clearly. I mean, when, 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 you, when you run the game, then, it, then your banter is, is all legitimate. My banter is never. <laughs> so after some very interesting detective work around Candlekeep, our party members headed off to Baldur's Gate to track down Amber Dune Books, which is where they had been told the books that turned into monstrosities uh, had been purchased from. <clears throat> They tracked it down with some assistance from uh, Marlista, who is Sabachthani's cousin, question mark. No one's quite sure what familiar relationships are in the hells. We figure it out as we go. And uh, she was able to track down Amber Dune books fairly easily in the wide, which is the enormous market section in the upper city of Baldur's Gate. And tracked it down, discovered that the people who were running the shop were... <clears throat> They were, they, they were very kind people until uh, Lester started going, hey, you threw a bunch of monstrous books at Candlekeep, what gives? And then they started being like, ah, game's up, cool. So they invited the adventurers back to their hovel where they live in order to discuss what exactly was going to happen next. So uh, after some discussion, uh, uh, Corvala, I lost her name for a second, Corvala and the, and the adventurers struck a deal where they would assist them after discovering that these people are all jackalwares uh, in resurrecting the, the Lamia, who is basically their den mother, as Lester kept calling her, or the person who keeps control of the pack, really, and sends them out for books and scrolls and knowledge and adventuring type of things. So after some gambling and some discussion with Candlekeep itself, they were able to raise the money and help send um, Corvala and her pack off to get her, get their Lamia resurrected. Not after, not, not until after a brief incident with, uh, with were-rats, because were-creatures tend to not get on very well. And well, when, when there's a lot of money on the line, because they knew from a small child running around Baldur's Gate, that there was a lot of money in this small area. 
there was a bit of a fight. Our adventurers, because they are all magical, all magic users, were able to deal with it rather handily. <clears throat> and now they are returning to Elf Song Tavern after completing their mission and seeing the jackal wares off and on their way. And all of you walk into the Elf Song Tavern. And Odilla is like in the main <laughs> restaurant area. She's got a coffee and she, <laughs> she's got sunglasses. She just looks down at you guys. <laughs> and where have you all been? Slaughtering the wares that were attacking our new compatriots. I hope your day was more restful. Ah, uh, well, I wouldn't say restful. Uh, did oh. a lot of stretching. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to hear. By the way, the uh, mint bath bomb leaves you positively glowing. <laughs> You'll excuse me, I need to go bathe myself. I don't think the blood stains are going to come out on their own. Oh, you took damage? Oh. Yeah, I got shot. What were you doing? Yeah, what were you doing? Oh, well, uh, you know, I just take care of the bad guys. Indeed. Yeah. Rusty took out one all by himself. Oof. Rusty, did you take one out all by yourself? <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> He says so. Our puppet mm. budget can't be believed. <laughs> right, well, uh, I personally would like to get out of this hellmouth as quickly as possible. As someone from the hells, I can say Baldur's Gate is my least favorite place to be. So I'm just going to go upstairs and change, pack, uh, depart, and say 15 minutes? So then I uh, take it we wrapped up what we needed to with the jackal. Oh, yes. Uh, they've been paid off. We've made arrangements with Candlekeep. Oh, and uh, this is for you. And Sabachthani will open up her, like, satchel and pull out one of the wrapped books. <laughs> and Adela takes out her dagger because <laughs> she doesn't know which one it is. <laughs> no, it's all right. There are no chairs around here. <laughs> no, no, no. This... No, she's down to the, the, <laughs> the book, one. The Adela, Adela, this one is yours. The, the, the living one is still in the bag. Okay. And we'll hand you the other Liliana Elliott book. <laughs> the actual one. She'll do, like, just the tiniest dabs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there is a tiniest little cut in the, in, the, in the leather cover, but it doesn't move or growl or anything like that. Okay, well, I uh, thank you for this, then. I'll see you all back down here in 15 minutes to depart. You can tell she means we're getting out of here, because the day she takes a 15-minute bath... It's the day we should all be very afraid. The bat's gonna be ten minutes. The other five is to pack, and Spockney will just march upstairs. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna walk at night. I think it's morning. We went to that place in the morning. So it was early or late morning, early afternoon because of how late everyone was up. Uh, but it, it is, it is still oh. one o'clock in the afternoon. I suppose, we'll get, yeah. we'll get several hours. Yeah, there's chicken wings to eat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I kind of don't want to get shot again. Where's your sense of adventure? Not missing out on Taco Tuesday. Now, if you could get shot by a taco, or with a taco. <laughs> Wait, are what? you saying I missed fighting something that wasn't books? Mm-hmm. I almost became a rat. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I... We're doing other kinds of stuff, so it's okay. You were vanquishing another opponent. 
<laughs> she just like takes a like a long sip on her coffee. She's not. I'm not awake enough for this. <laughs> as, as I take we upstairs to pack, I'm like, I have a new theory that things that are where and then creature do not like things that are creature and then where. They have a natural antipathy towards each other. Where? So for no. <laughs> You should have said what then. <laughs> let's Sabachthani, let's go. Sabachthani sticks her head out of her room. She is already fully changed. How do you feel about ever Santa? Woo ya. Banter. I oh, knew I, I should have studied silence school. I don't really banter. I just, you know, point out the obvious. Yeah. Abdullah, like, has left midway through this conversation to go gather her stuff because she needs time to pack, and it takes her probably, like, one minute, <laughs> and she's just stalling in the room for the rest of the time. I think you need to pack the most stuff as Wuya just tightens the straps on his backpack and is ready to go. Tidwell's taking care of it. It's fine. Who's Tidwell? Lester, what in the hells is this thing? Oh, I think she just met my butler. Oh, uh, that's Tidwell, my love. And why is he in my room? Well, that's my butler. <clears throat> He's packing my things. He'll, if you'd like, I could ask him to pack yours. No, thank you. <laughs> Poor Tidwell's like midway through, like <laughs> holding Sabachthani's <laughs> unmentionables. <laughs> Walks in, snatches them out of his hand, just glares at. What does Tidwell look like? What is that? <laughs> he is a a large green beetle with a bow tie. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I like him. We want and, to see the fan art, guys. And a, uh, and a, he, he somehow, despite being a beetle, manages to have a cadaverous, like, world weariness to him at all times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Iris. Uh, I will make sure you will never, ever have to pack my stuff. What's the point of having a familiar if they don't do the things you don't want to do? Well, I mean, like, it has the word family in it, so why would I do that? Spockney mm. marches downstairs with her bag. That thing is too <laughs> familiar, and you better tell him to watch himself. He's learning. And you said I couldn't have a pet. He's not a pet. He's a butler. And neither is the pool boy. Now, can we go, please? Well, I mean, if you... I suppose... I don't... Tidwell, can you do that? <laughs> I don't know how that would... I... You're welcome to try. What? <laughs> ah! Everyone, let's go! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but uh, Mr. Moreover's yeah. stuff, there's still like three more bags to pack. <laughs> we'll buy him new ones! Yeah. Tidwell's gone. Okay. <laughs> I think Odella's already waiting outside. <laughs> and as all of you pack up and leave the, the Song Tavern, you can. The, the last person out the door catches a little sigh of relief from the bartender <laughs> before the door closes behind you. I'm just going to quickly reopen the door. Um, if Janice and Beatrice come back, just let them know they were super awesome. I think if Janice sighed, you'd hear it from here. It'd sound like a car backfiring. What's a car? <laughs> What's backfiring? Ask Janice. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, we're back, guys. How, how many more levels before I get fast travel? <laughs> too many, my dear. Too Overland many. flight. That's yeah. 
Oh, goodness. So, yes, all of you gather up your things and uh, report to, to the stables where your horses are. Remember those? <laughs> yeah. Have they been fed? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we. Oh, they don't die in this game. They're in the stables. I paid the stable boy to take care of our horses as long as we were here. I specifically remember this. Yep. And, the, and they'll die if you do something extraordinarily stupid. Oh, yeah, so in like five minutes. <laughs> I was going to say. No, no. Extraordinarily stupid. Oh, so seven minutes. Okay, great. <laughs> that was all last episode. Yeah, fair point. And uh, you're all loading up. It was the three horses, correct? So yes. you all had to figure out uh, your riding arrangements. But you did that previously, so we'll just hand wave that. And that you go out the gates of, well, Baldur's Gate. Um, you cross over the bridge without incident. And before you know it, you are out in the farmland around Baldur's Gate, leaving the, the hellmouth that is Baldur's Gate behind in, well, if you use modern vernacular, your rearview mirror. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> wow. The air is so much cleaner. Isn't it toast? Mm. It doesn't smell like blood out here. <clears throat> and sewage. Yeah. So all of you, you all travel until it start, until it starts to get dark. So it's about five or six hours thereabouts. It's summer, and and the sun is starting to go down at about six 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 thirty, or thereabouts. And you are not anywhere near an inn, much to some people's relief and some people's annoyance, I imagine. And what would you all like to do? You could press on through it through and through the evening if you wanted to actually get to a bed to sleep in. Uh, which I believe the next one is the the dancing badger. It doesn't dance. Don't worry about it. I think that we should stay out here. Um, camping? Yeah. Why not? Can't be any counterpoint. Why? Where rats? <laughs> I wouldn't mind a little fresh air after those days in Baldur's Gate. All right. I mean, there's you know, let's say we we build a big fire. Go to sleep. Wake up in the middle of the night. Fight some bandits. Why are there always bandits in these stories with you? Well, I don't know. I, it's a, I, we are we are just outside of Baldur's Gate. Bandits is not necessarily an uncanny guess. They're all in town. Well, that's the hope. Bandits don't summer. Well, there could be orcs. There could be gnolls. There could be uh, dragons. I mean, it's. There could be griffins. That was a really big jump. Okay. I mean, you know, you never know what, you know, you never know what's going to You know, roll. lists, I think, are highly indicative of banter. Crickets, <laughs> fleas, bed bugs. All right, let's set up camp then. Whoever got bed bugs outside? Angel, okay. you should probably put a little more on the floor <laughs> on, your, on your neck. It's starting to crackle. Odilla has already kind of pulled off the road. <laughs> <laughs> she found a good clearing. Oh, I'll be on your horse and say goodbye. <laughs> yes, I'm going there. <laughs> so the five of you set up and set up camp. Are you keeping watch tonight? Yeah. Oh, what's that? But Dilla yes. will offer uh, to do first watch. All right. Uh, Tidwell can cook dinner. Who wants crepes? What is a crepe? Oh, woo ya. Imagine. I'll take second watch. <laughs> imagine that someone said the problem with the pancake is that it is A, not a dinner food, and B, too thick. That is a crepe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very interesting. 
but delicious. For all that I named this episode after the next module, I don't think we're going to get there tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's your mistake for letting us narrate travel time. I'm trying not to. After this, we're hand-waving. I'm Here comes the sure Indiana Jones map with the line on it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we had our, have our dinner. The night prepped. passes uneventfully. <laughs> Indeed. The night passes uneventfully. You do keep watches because you are close to Baldur's Gate and the open road is dangerous. But nothing happens during the watches. And I believe I was told, because I'm, I'm, I'm hand-waving travel. We had a great time on the way there. We're not going to repeat it on the way back, because I don't want to have to try to retread everything. Uh, but I was informed that Wuya and Sabakthani wanted to have a conversation at some point. Yes, I believe we keep riding arrangements the same. At some point, we'll end up... Mm-hmm. We're still sharing a horse, so... Yeah. So at some point on the journey to to Baldur's Gate, before you see... Or Baldur's Gate. No. 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 Keep. Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> <laughs> we can't get We're away! Loop. <laughs> Baldur's Gate of Dune! <laughs> about, about a day out of Baldur's Gate, the two of you end up on, on the same horse, and role play. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you want to talk about, Mrs. Moreover? Well, uh... What kind of infernal vocabulary are you looking to brush up on? Uh, anatomical terms, or mm. magical incantations, or just general small talk? Oh, goodness gracious. Um, forgive me, like, I can say most phrases, but it's been a little while, so just give me a moment, and we will start switching over to infernal for this portion of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And just be like, so, like, um... Yeah, who is Mr. Absinthian? Mm. Yes, well, I suppose it's better if I just tell you rather than you snooping around in my business to try to find out. Absinthian is my older brother. Mm-hmm. We don't get along well. Oh, I got that. I'm sure you did. Um, let's just say that uh, my family dynamics are complicated, to say the least. Um, while my younger brother and I have a perfectly mutual understanding, Absinthian and I have always had a bit of a not-so-friendly rivalry. Mm. Do you have siblings, Wuya? No. Hmm. Well, they sometimes make things complicated. Oh, okay. Is there anything else you want to know? Well, I'm just kind of curious about the whole dynamic and stuff. Because, like, you sound like a doctor, but you really don't sound like a doctor. I'm in the midst of a career change. Oh, yeah, we talked about that, too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What's the new career? Doctor. Doctor. Okay. That's what I'm changing over to. Oh, I totally understand that. You know, as a doctor myself, I can totally, like... And how long have you been a doctor? Since I've been born. Oh. I've been a doctor. You've been a doctor since you were born, and yet you're concerned that your 350-year-old travel companion is only just learning? Mm-hmm. You know, see, people think time is what is necessary for someone to be good at something, but it's more about the application and the experience. That is a very astute point. Have you had much application and experience? Mm-hmm. Very good. Where is it that you are from? Ooh, yeah. I mean, prior to Candlekeep. I know uh, Dewey's family seems to come from somewhere in the Waterdeep area, and of course, I myself am from the Hells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... Hmm. Very far away would probably be the best way to put it. And that's probably a conversation for 
another time more privately. Understood. Well, we shall have to do this again sometime. You know, once we're no longer busy uh, running errands, finding killer books for Candlekeep, maybe you'll have to come up and spend the weekend at our house. You'd probably love to meet uh, Cragathon the Unholy. He could teach you Orcish if you like. Ooh, that would be delightful. But That's yeah. the pool boy. Yes, Craig. <laughs> oh, you overheard that. You heard Craig? Is he, what I is speak he like? Infernal. Oh, you do? I'm speaking it right now. <laughs> the, poor, the poor horse is going <laughs> <laughs> do you oh, have sugar Infernal the whole on time. your character sheet? I do have Infernal on my character Since when? Since the start of this whole thing. I get, humans get, that was one of the languages warlocks can get. <clears throat> when you take the Infernal pack. Well, I mean, given who his patron is. Yeah. 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 Call it the mother tongue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, please don't call it. Lest, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she might hear you and show up. Oh, I, I mean, if no, I... No, 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 no. You absolutely do not. No, no sir. Okay, well, just so you know, Dewey's really, like, looking at us weird because I don't think he speaks Infernal. I'm absolutely certain he does not, though if he'd like to learn, I will probably not teach him. Yeah, I imagine during this, like, Dewey saw that they were conversing and he tries to say, So, tell us, no. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then he like Dewey, after he gets shot down, oh, all right, throws a rope into the air and it stays up, and he climbs up into it and disappears. The rope Dylan stays there. <laughs> pull the rope up after me. Um, Does it move? No. Yeah, wait, that's the last we see of Dewey. <laughs> We're on a horse. <laughs> well, see you guys later. <laughs> I thought we were stopped for the night. I mean, no. if there's one They're thing Dewey knows, it's where Candlekeep is. <laughs> it's like a compass, like, blue. <laughs> Just on the back of your horse being like, I'm out of here. Hours later, has anyone seen Dewey? Uh, Lester, do you speak Infernal or Abyssal? Uh, it was in, uh, It should be Infernal, not Abyssal. Okay, I only had to ask because this was a point last week, and I need to know the difference because I speak both. I so. only speak Infernal. Okay. Good to know. Good, Good to know. know. And yeah. Pig la uh, pig speak Pig Infernal. Pig Infernal. Yeah. Oh, I, ooh, that was that was really uh, <laughs> that was, That's really hard to say in the it's, Infernal tongue. So Pig Infernal is normal Infernal with a mouthful of pig's blood. <laughs> God. Oh, okay. Odella, I know you're like wondering what the heck is going on switching over to comics. Um, <laughs> no, which, actually, which part of that just so you know, I just learned pig infernal. Savathani kicks the horse and like she will take <laughs> off the head. And so they continue on toward toward a candle key. It's down south. Otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, down along the river, follow the road. We're going back to Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Wave at the bandits We're who just immediately go, no, nope. to Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I mean, there, there may have been there may have been bandits nearby when you were speaking in, in Infernal, and they aren't anymore. <laughs> they were like, nope, nope, just noping right on out of that. Uh, but you do arrive back at, at Candlekeep, and uh, you arrive toward the evening of of the fifth day that you are out traveling. You show your tokens, and the the about who are at the gate recognize you, and just like, oh well, you have re you have returned. Excellent. Yeah, we're not dead. Good. That is an excellent thing. 
Um, I believe we need to uh, speak with one of the uh, mages, preferably uh, Vizirog, if he is willing to see us. I have something that he is much inclined to receive. He may be busy this evening, but we will check. Just let him know that Mrs. Moreover has procured the uh, item that she promised, and uh, I'm sure he'll get in touch. Certainly. Also, just just for bookkeeping purposes, you all have had a long rest at this point. Thank you. <laughs> Why does that matter? Yeah. <laughs> Resetting hit points, spell slots. Spell slots. You know, in case we need to go stab some more books or furniture <laughs> or something. That, that means you get you get two spell slots. Woo! Ooh. And at level 11, so in like four years, you'll get a third one. <laughs> I only need one spell. It's not even a spell. And it's the one that brings me Tidwell, because Tidwell brings me drinks. <laughs> a very important spell, indeed. So the sun, the, the sun is setting over, over the over Candlekeep's wall as you are as you give your horses to the, the ostler, and you all settle back into Candlekeep. You go into uh, the House of Rest. I can't believe I remembered that after all of these weeks. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what? Okay. Uh, I just I peel off. Getting to the House of Rest before everyone, and I actually get the best room in the place. Wait, don't we have our private? <laughs> yeah, we've got like still? have your oh, private okay. rooms, dude. Yeah. Okay, but now you do we? I mean, you were allowed to share with me. So long he didn't have a room. Now I have two rooms. <laughs> I have all of them. Backup room. It doesn't count if it's in the same hotel. <laughs> I mean, it might. Wait, how's how's the speakeasy doing? <laughs> <laughs> Has it been shut down by the avowed yet? Uh, that is something I'll have to go and find out. Uh, not my speakeasy, <laughs> Lester. That's the first place I'm going. All right, so Lester, you you go back to uh, the the room in the house of pedag- pedagogy. Someone will correct me whether I want them to or not. <laughs> pedagogy, yeah, you're good. Pajajididi. Pajidi. And uh, you you speak the the keyword in order to to get in. Uh, it's quiet in there actually, although it is around dinner time, so it makes sense things are things are in kind of a lull before things actually kick up. The but church crowd. It's true. It's very true. So you you come in, you look around. The place is being very well kept. Everything is clean and in good order. And uh, the the uh, the homunculi pop their heads out of the kitchen. <gasps> Mr. Moreover, you're back. Hello, boys. And, this, and one of them disappears back into the kitchen and comes back out hold, holding a mint julep. Oh, you know the way to my heart. <laughs> uh, boys, this is Tidwell. Tidwell walks up and just smacks it on his <laughs> <laughs> I have wow. one job. <laughs> they, they both look up at this beetle and just, oh. Uh, Tidwell might be popping in here from time to time with a request for me if I need, uh, uh, for instance, one of these lovely beverages remotely. So 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 he 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 he's your butler. He worked. Okay, got it. I'm glad we understand each other. Are you back tonight? Are you? Are oh, you I am back. Well, what's on the menu? Uh, lamb. Oh, I have a taste for goose. <laughs> we haven't seen geese around in a while. Apparently, the avowed have all been talking about it. There used to be a whole flock of geese that lived here, and now none of them are around. Well, that's something we should investigate deeply and immediately. Why? Geese are scary. Because I have a nose for side quests. <laughs> <laughs> side quest is that a new cocktail? <laughs> you see, the side quest is the game version of banter. 
<laughs> Sabathany is going to go beat a dead horse and back at the stables. and then... I've already done that. Why are you beating a dead horse? Well, somebody's got to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, yes. And what, what would you like to do, Sabathany? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to go sit in the tavern with, like, an entire carafe of wine and... Uh, drink and contemplate the fact that my brother showed up and what that might mean while waiting to see if I get a message from Xerog. All right. I think at one point Odilla will join for the wine. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, what are you up to? Um, Have I finished that book yet? Uh, You've been through it a couple of times at this point. Mm -hmm. The advantage, of course, of of writing double with someone else is you don't have to pay much attention to the horse. Mm -hmm. So you've been reading... Pretty, pretty constantly. Um, and you, hmm, you have gathered from a, from that book that the information that you're looking for is not well known, but it is being studied. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I will give you more information on that. Mysterious. Cool. <laughs> I was like, how much of that book have I now read since I rode for five days? <laughs> oh, I don't think I would let you touch it if you ask. I was going to say, like, if you're reading on the horse, I at least probably know what book it is. He though. gets horse sick if he reads so. on the horse. <laughs> <laughs> you have to open a window. But you're all, I mean, you're, you have a very high intelligence, and you mm. read very quickly, and you would have gone through it multiple times to pick up all the little details that you get on, on each fresh reading. So okay. you have practically memorized that book at this point. In that case, uh, we are downstairs, not sitting with Sabachthani and... Uh, Odilla will just find a little corner table for himself and order himself a uh, nice meal and ask for a small side plate okay. along with the meal. And uh, the, the bartender gives it gives you a warm smile and then comes back a few minutes later with what you've requested. Mm-hmm. And he will cut out, like he will leave a good portion on the plate, but then he will take a small portion and put it onto the plate and just like leave it off to the side as he eats the rest of his meal. Okay. Yeah. Noted. Uh, Dewey, what are you up to? I am going to go to my hole in the wall. <laughs> you have a room. It's three rooms now he's got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I am going to, uh, first from an avowed, I'm going to get a book on transmutation, hmm. if they'll let me. And then I'll spend the evening uh, working on the spell. And I think that I'm not going to try and cast it, but I'm going to work on the spell of it. You, you, you can. I can do. You can hear books' little sigh of relief in the yes. back of your head. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just researching how to maybe do it for a minute, and so, you know something tiny or smaller. Okay. You know, just very and a tra- very lower level version of the spell. So you're trying to cast polymorph, but very very limited. Yes. Okay. So you, you, you spend the evening working on that, just pouring all of your attention in into this. And by the end of the evening, you feel like you may have made some progress, some pretty significant progress on this. You don't feel like you're quite there yet, and Book makes sure to tell you that you are not. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, hey, listen, your brain's going to (laughs) explode. No, not if you explode instead. Hey! (laughs) You can't resummon the book. Uh, Yeah, actually, I think I can. Shoot. I think I just just throw this one out and get a new one. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay, book. It's okay. Thank you. Look, you see my new artwork? You're so awesome in it. 
But it's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you throw me out? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, you've got a, uh, you got the emo book. <laughs> oh, dude, do you hear the noise of a small creature crying outside, or am I just too deep in my cups? Oh, I usually try to tune those things out. That's probably a good idea. Move on. Yes. The Pinot is delightful this time of year. Yep. That's oh. what our evening is. <laughs> so, essentially, the, the, while he has a room, um, the hole in the wall is his lab. Oh, okay. He's, oh. he's really kind of... You know, there are badger guts everywhere. <laughs> There's, yeah, you know, we finally uh, corrupted him. He's cocoon. finally turned to the evil spectrum. <laughs> yes, my evil lab. Yeah, clearly, it's your evil scientist uh, lair. I mean, look, evil's pejorative. You're a mad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't mad also pejorative? Never mind. So, later that evening, as the moon is starting to rise up over Candlekeep uh, and the the common room is starting to quiet down a little bit, but the two of you are still down there enjoying another carafe of wine because it has been a very long, a very long 10-day or thereabouts, mm-hmm. particularly with dealing with Baldur's Gate, your brother showing up, dealing with the kids, fighting were-creatures, all of the fun things that have happened over the last 10 days or so. <clears throat> As you are sitting and just lighthearted chatter, nothing too deep or personal, uh, Vizier Og comes gliding into the common room and pauses in the doorway, looks around, sees it and sees you, tilts his head, and comes straight to over, over toward the two of you. Ah, Master Vizier Og, welcome. Can I pour you a drink? I do not partake, but thank you. Of course, of course. And how has your ten day been? Interesting. And yours? Much the same, though, I imagine, for different reasons. I imagine so. And I'm... I apologize, I did not catch your name. <laughs> I'm Odilla Analdi. Odilla Analdi. Pleasure to meet you. Mm. What's going on? I was, I was told that you are here with uh, something of interest to me. I do indeed have something that I believe is of interest to you as we corresponded about. Although, I do have a brief question about the woman from whom I received your promissory uh, monetary funds. Yes, what of her? Is she alright? There was some peculiar goings on in that house, and um, I just want to make sure that nothing has followed us back that we should know about. What manner of peculiar she is. A peculiar sort of person. Um, Spockthony is gonna pull out, you know, pencil, something from a, from a bag, take like a bar napkin, and sketch that sigil that was on the doorframe, mm. and just kind of slide it to him. He looks down at it and smiles. Probably the only smile you have ever seen on this on this, on this person's face. Like, oh, that's unsettling. Get <laughs> smiling. Yeah. Okay. Just, just the tiniest little corners of his mouth turning upwards. Ah, you noticed that. Not many do. I notice a lot of things, which is a skill people don't expect from someone like me. Should I know what that is? Or rather, will you explain to me what that is before I give you your book? <laughs> Blackmail does not become you, Mrs. Moreover, but I will tell you, for it is a small matter. That is my personal sigil. I keep watch over her. 
That explains a great deal. Thank you for your honesty. Your book. Be careful. It's probably getting hungry. And he reaches to his side and pull and pulls up. You know those, those like ads you see on Facebook now and again of the patch that that, that uh, unbuckles and unfolds. Mm-hmm. He has that and opens it, holds it open, and for for you to place it inside. Yeah, just take the the Gigwatson book, kind of delicately set it in. And now I believe our transaction is complete. I believe so. You have done well, Mrs. Moreover, and you, Miss Miss Analdi. Well. If you ever find yourself in need of some entertainment, you should find uh, Master Wu Ya. I'm sure he'd be very excited to talk to you again. <laughs> that child is interesting. Isn't he just? Hmm, quite. Well, have a lovely evening, ladies. And he folds the, 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 the pouch back up to its previous size, so it's about yay big. Puts it on his hip and walks away. Well... A regular jokester, that one. Mm. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Moreover, did you tell the, the gig and Watson that he's a new owner? Whoops. Smokery <laughs> <laughs> just, just smiles at we are. <laughs> I couldn't help, no, like, I didn't, I was, I was over there, but... Well, okay. if you run quickly, you can probably catch him. Well, she I, winks I, at Wuya. Yes, but actually not tonight, but thank you. And he'll actually go back to his meal. Someday that boy's gonna figure out what's a come on and what's an opening. <laughs> Screen wipe for the next morning. <laughs> and then the fifth S will be born. <laughs> Indeed. So life at Candlekeep appears to be relatively back to normal. You ha- you spent the evening, um, Lester, doing doing your usual talking to talking to people, uh, making making friends. I think is the the way to to put it. There's a proper word for it, and I can't think of it. Um, Arousing, socializing. Sure. Thank you. The thing I'm bad at. <laughs> Um, but yes, it appears to be a relatively normal morning in Candlekeep. If I see Gordo, I'm going to sleep him. Oh my god. <laughs> Not again! <laughs> Jesus. Every time with this kid. Is there anything that, that you guys would like to uh, work on in what may be some of the only downtime you get for a while? Odilla's nursing a hangover this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dewey's Dewey's gonna come down and actually eat a full meal he did not eat the night before. He was just studying the whole time. He's like, oh, breakfast. Just shoving food in his mouth like a teenager. Eating roughly his body weight in food. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh. Is anyone else here? I think Sabathony is at the same table. It's hard to tell if she left and came back or if she's just been here all night. Um, But I think now she has a large cup of coffee and is writing letters. Coffee sounds amazing. Walks over with a cup. Mrs. Moreover. Mm -hmm. Ah, Dewey. How was your night? Oh, I think I had a breakthrough. 
Uh, oh. Oh yeah. I th- I, I, yeah. I think that I can. I can do this. What is it exactly that you were trying to do again? Oh, I'm I'm working on a new a new spell. Oh, that's wonderful. Is it one from that book we found, or something else? Oh, something else. Yeah, something. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm trying to take like a really high level spell, and and do a small version of it, but also change the whole interdimensionality of it. So you're trying to reconstruct a piece of the weave, then? I oh, I suppose. I mean, that is sort of how it works, right? When you take one sort of magic and then you sort of transform it into another, you have to reweave the tapestry, as it were. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, a tapestry. Well, I mean, that's why they call it the weave, don't they? Because it's sort of like a tapestry, all these yeah, strings right. of magic that interconnect one another. I was, I was, yeah, I was focusing on books. Um, I, that is understandable. You and Mizanaldi have that in common. You're very focused on <laughs> books. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really cool about her. She is a very wonderful lady. Yeah. But you, uh, you had a break. Does Rusty need food? There's Uh, bacon somewhere. (laughs) There's always bacon. Where's Rusty? And he's he's just there. (laughs) Oh, oh God, Rusty's here. (laughs) That's why we stare at Dewey like, and I thought I was the one who was catching up with the morning. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, uh, I did have a question. Did we get paid for what we did? I, did we get money up front and I spent it? Or did we... To be perfectly honest, I don't bother with such things, so I wouldn't know. But I mean, I'm certain you could find one of the avowed and uh, ask them to check our accounts. Wow. Oh, that'd be interesting. Huh. It, would you like me to... Send a message to Savara and ask her. I imagine she'll be about somewhere. I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, if I think that we worked pretty well together. Um, this, this. Well, no one died who we cared about, so that's something. <laughs> uh, so, but um, did you know being a wizard is really expensive? I have heard that. My brother complains about it constantly when he asks for an advance on his allowance. Right. So, so I am thinking about, well, we just did this successful mission, and what if there's another mission that we could go on and get paid for? So we just got back and you already want to leave again? Well, I've sort of exhausted all of my supplies. Let me... Uh, so I going to look around and see if there's a, an about a waiter, anybody who she can sort of like get the hand, get the attention of. As you're looking around, actually, uh, in, in in your eye casts over the over the doorway, you see Sylvia herself coming in. <laughs> I think that's the stutter of like, oh, I, oh, okay, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> um, and you get that, you get the slight, uh, uh, she probably sees, it's like the very quick, like, she almost just like, brushes her hair back and suddenly cleans up a little bit more than you would expect. Um, and then I'll kind of wave her over, like get her attention. And Zavara gives you a warm smile and then comes over. Good morning, my dear. Dewey, how are you doing? Uh, hello, I'm, doing I'm, I'm doing pretty great. Yes? Yeah. Uh, Master Dewey and I were just discussing uh, successful completion of solving the mystery of the Gigwatsums. Uh, I spoke to your colleague Vizirog last night to deliver his piece of the request. Um, 
But we were just discussing funds. It seems uh, Dewey here is in the midst of some experiments and was uh, concerned about his bank account. Do you recall where we left our books? Our personal financial books, that is, not the hungry, angry ones. Uh, <laughs> before we left? Um... Okay, real real talk. I don't remember if there were, if there was money promised. I, I, real talk. I'm pretty sure there wasn't. I don't think there was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there wasn't. Although was. I think this is covered in the like we have rooms and permanent access to candle key. My mm-hmm. checkbook is hungry and angry. <laughs> uh, but but also like Sabathani truly would not be keeping track because she does not care totally about the money. I'm like looking so. at my notes. Yeah, we didn't. And I don't believe I'm, there was. I am pretty sure that the only possible money that was promised is Vizirog might have promised money if we could get him the Giga WhatsApp, but that's what the letter was to get the funds for. Yeah. Like, basically, whatever money we would have been paid, we gave to the Jackalwares. <laughs> I gave you 50 gold. <laughs> so, so, um, so lo- looks at looks at Dewey. Oh, do you need do you need inks and? Yeah, uh, yes, uh, inks, inks and papers. I have I have so much to transcribe. Um, He's making a breakthrough in his studies. Yeah, yes. What are you working on? Uh, it's, a, it's a version of polymorph. Polymorph. Yeah, wow, that is rather a high level spell for where you're at. Although, and she looks you up and down. You seem to have gotten a like, little. Fancy new clothes. <laughs> wow, now you're wearing gray. See the Discord? It's green. It's, it's, it's quite pretty. And her, her eyes actually glint a light blue for a second as she looks at you. You seem to have gotten a little stronger when you were away. Oh, yes. Uh, I have not encountered any water yet. Uh, as he, like, <laughs> like, looks at his cloak. Oh, laundry, my ancient <laughs> Uh, it definitely took her a second. She's like, you know, I, I mean, do, I do hate to be the bearer of the obvious, but we are directly above the sea. <laughs> yes, but is there any reason for me to go swimming about in the ocean to test the cloak? Is I, that what it's it does? not shark proof? No. No, it is not. Shout out, Ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf. Also, not shark proof. <laughs> Maybe shark resistant. Nope, not that either. <laughs> he lasted a little bit. If he'd taken that, that that level in barbarian, like we all thought he should, <laughs> all he needed was throw anything. Then you just throw the shark. Uh, so, well, if you anyway, yeah. if if you need if you and uh, it's Wu Ya, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's my wizard companion. If if <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> Emotional support wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> if you if you require inks, um, I mean, I do not believe that 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 Candlekeep owes any funds. However, I understand the need to uh, be copying spells into your book. Um, come and have a word with me. Okay. I think that I can provide for my own personal store for for you and for Wu Yang, since you are doing such excellent work for Candlekeep. Cool. And also, it was pretty cool traveling and, and, you know, leaving this place. I'm sure it was quite interesting for you. Yeah. You haven't... That is the first time that you have left since you came here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. World's a big place. It is. Large and terrifying. 
I, I don't know. It was like really easy. Like nobody tried to kill us. Like, Smoxity behind him going, <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, yeah, Samira's so eyes are go from you doing a flick up over your shoulder to Smoxity. There's a teeny tiny smirk and then she's back down to you. I mean, like we, we announced that we had a whole bunch of money. I mean, I was, you know, oh yeah. I mean, he did it in Infernal, so maybe that was something that, 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 kept people away but anyway it was, it was you have had some interesting adventures my young friend yeah Th- thanks well i'm glad that you have returned safely and yes we can i can provide inks and and what you need for copying spells how many how many are you looking to copy oh i mean i've got a bunch but i mean if i could just copy a second level spell i'd be oh i'd be happy I think we can do rather better than that, but we will we will discuss that further. Do you have the the actual copies of the books? I do. Uh, Spockney will pull them out of her bag and hand them off. Excellent. I will get these to the avowed and have them properly placed inside of the uh, the collection. Yes. Um. Are any of those restricted section or the just just general populace? This is more general populace. These books. Valuable, but not particularly restricted. Yes. I I mean, I assumed if they'd been restricted, you probably wouldn't have sent us, but... I may well have. At the the very least, I know that uh, you have your own interests that serve mine at times. Oh, that's a nice way of saying expendable, but thank you. No. (laughs) (laughs) Smokey just gives her an eyebrow and just kind of nods. I see. Well... Uh, yes. Do we pass, pass along to, to Wuya that I will assist in any uh, copying that you might need. I may even have some, some other spells that you might be interested in. I have a significant library of my own, and if you are strong enough to use second-level spells and you're experimenting with creating your own, I, I think we can have a look at the library and see what we can get you. Yeah, that'd be amazing. All right, let's, yeah. do, let's do that. He's going to look around for a woo-ya. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, well, it depends if Sylvira's still there. She's still there. She's, okay. she's, she, she seems to have come in for breakfast and coffee. She's okay. more relaxed than you usually see her, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, about ten minutes later, woo comes down. And he, he has the plate from last night that is empty, but he has the other smaller plate. Um, still with food, but... Um, if you two are paying attention, there are two uh, incense nubs that have been burned down. And he places it at the counter and just gives a nod and um, walks over to you all. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Hey, Sylvia said that she, she thinks she can get us some, some inks to copy spells. Oh, cool, cool, cool. And you do see a uh, Wuya who's a little, a little late on the responses. Yeah, cool, cool, yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Are you well, Master Wuya? Oh, you know, just a, a little bit of a longer night. Certainly. Well, as I, as I said to Dewey, if you are interested in copying spells, are you also able to copy second-level spells at this point? <laughs> yes, it is um, quite enjoyable to be able to use higher-level spells. Oh, I'm, I'm quite sure. Well, uh, Dewey knows knows where my workshop is, and I have nothing particularly on the boil at the moment, so whenever at, at your convenience. Oh, excellent. 
Excellent. All right. So Bakhtini, my dear, of course, the, the, the wine is always uh, around if you, are willing, if you are interested in coming. Thank you. Uh, once I've recovered from last night, I will certainly take you up on the offer. <laughs> Uh, I am, I am certain that the first night back after Baldur's Gate is, well, yes. Welcome back. It is much better here than it is there. Indeed. Um, we'll talk later. All right, very well. And as Vira finishes her food, drains the last of her coffee, stands up, gives all of you a nod, and walks away. Ings and stuff is cool, but she didn't give us some mission. Would you like someone to just give you a mission, or are you specifically looking to get paid, do we? Well, I mean, paid and maybe to get out of here again. How do you feel about landscaping? Bandit killing? I don't have a bandit problem on the grounds. I do have an issue with the hedges around the edge of the pool because they keep overgrowing. And Craig has been very preoccupied figuring out why the pH levels of the jacuzzi keep going too acidic. Might have something to do with the brimstone, but we're not sure yet. We've been writing back and forth for weeks trying to figure it out. Mm, that sounds like druidic magic. I... That is a f good point. I wonder. I could change into a bear if I was a druid. Uh, he's just he's suddenly like he's imagining like you see him like imagining himself like being a bear. Uh, Sabathani just like takes takes her coffee uh. cup and and kind of pushes it over in front of Wuya. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, would you like some breakfast, sweetheart? I'm actually not that hungry right now, so um, yeah, but thank you for the coffee. Spouse. Just kind of sips it away. Lester, what are you up to this morning? Uh, I'm trying to get into the uh, restricted section again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> I almost got James to do a spit take. <laughs> They're more funny in person. That way. <laughs> more funny person. Uh, that would count as a spill, though. Yeah, I was going to say, does that count I will die before I spill again. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, last time I met, I met three guys who were, had access to the Samane, one of them. Okay. Um, which, which speller are, are you using? Disguise Self. Disguise Self. Let me just check something really quickly, because I want to make sure that I get this right. For those of you watching at home, Disguise Self says you make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends or until you use your action to dismiss it. I can seem a foot shorter or taller. I can appear thin, fat, or in between. I prefer in between, but usually it's fat. Uh, you can't change your body type, so you must adopt a form that has the same basic arrangement of limbs. I like that phrase. I wanted to be a Thrycreen, but... <laughs> no, Star Frontiers. <laughs> uh... The changes, <laughs> the changes wrought by this spell fail to hold up to physical inspection. So, like, if I made myself a foot taller and someone went to do this, mm -hmm. it would go right through. Uh, if you use this spell to add a hat to your outfit, objects pass through the hat. And anyone who touches it would feel nothing or would feel your head and hair. Boy, if they felt my hair. <laughs> um, 
To discern that you are disguised, a creature can use its action to inspect your appearance and must succeed on an intelligence check against your spell save DC. All right. What is the name of the person that you are trying, that, that, that you are impersonating? Uh, Write this down, man. <laughs> uh, his name is Roland. Roland. Roland, Roland Marulo. Roland, Roland. <laughs> Roland Marulo. Wow. Jason Dupino. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. How was that? Oh boy. Listen to any Jason Derulo song and he will stick his name in there for no apparent reason. He wants you to know whose song you're listening to in case you're in a Panera and you're like, man, this song is catchy and I want to make sure it never comes Jason across my Spotify again. I need to block this. So he's, yeah, that, that was like a mad name. For. <laughs> there were just words in there I did not know. That's, yes. Mm-hmm. Wait, does, What's Panera? Does Sky Self change your voice or you have to be really good at impersonating? I think that's the performance I'm, a ma- I'm uh, the man of a thief's neck since right over here. Okay. <laughs> oh god, is, 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 there, is, is there another? Is there no, another no, no. Is all the guards you are know, Australian Roland is... uh, Roland, You know, Roland, he's got a little bit of a joisy thing going on there. Oh, okay. so, you know, use... You're uh, just going to let me into the uh, the uh, section there. I just got to go in there for a minute. All right. So you you walk up to it, to the Emerald Door, which Boy. is the, the entrance into... You know, I don't like to put on airs. It's the green door. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the wizards around here like the like the airs. Yeah. It's, it's just a thing. And uh, the guard who, who is standing there, the keeper of the Emerald Door, looks looks at you and is like, Oh, Roland, didn't expect to see you in here today. Are you... What, what are you looking for today? You know, they're just sending me back here to get some books, take them out, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, certainly, of course. And they open the door for you. All right. Well, uh, I'll go in. And uh, I am uh, going to start. Lo- I'm going to start looking around uh, for the section on uh, infernal family lines. All right. Um. Make me an investigation check, please. That is a 17. Nice. So it takes you a little while to get your bearings inside of the restricted section of, of Candlekeep. It is enormous. When, once you come inside, you get, the, you get the sense that you've stepped into a place that is, well, bigger on the inside to a certain extent. It is a dragon's trove of knowledge. Not terribly well organized in some in some ways, because well things get people are able to find what they're looking for mostly through locate object spells, um, but the organization system isn't the best. The first reader is trying. It's very difficult, especially with new books coming in pretty much every day. I have this system I've been working on. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> One of these days, you will actually sell the, the, the first reader on your on your uh, decimal system. An eleven episode setup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was it was worth it was worth the, the the trek. But you do after a while, and I mean, you spend a good 15, 20 minutes walking through, looking at the different section headers. Uh, you do eventually find something that is written in Infernal, and you know you're in the right area at this point. And you start going down a couple of, of the shelves and a couple of the rows, and you do eventually find a couple of tomes is the only word for it. They are massive. They are heavy. They might be bound in humanoid skin. It's hard to say. 
but on 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 the the, the the spine of one of them is talking about the the uh, the fiendish bloodlines. Uh, have I noticed? I actually don't know this. Have I noticed people taking books out of here? Can can the avowed take them out? They can. Okay. Um, in order in, in order to get things from the restricted section, you generally have to get particular permission. But the person who is sent in for them is able to go in there and get them no problem. Uh, the spell lasts an hour, but I can cast it at will. So I just sort of you know every once in a while we'll just do just this. redo it. Okay. Um, you don't really see many other people in here. You do see uh, one other person that you recognize, but it's at a distance. Mm. And you don't really you don't interact with anyone else as you're as you're moving through. And I'd like you to make me a perception check, please. <laughs> well, that's a fourteen. Okay. You have your bit too. I'm fine with it. <laughs> you hear at the very edge of your hearing something that sounds like a raven. Maybe. That damn bird follow me into it. <laughs> but it sounds like it doesn't. In as much as you've ever heard Iris do much of anything, it doesn't sound like her. Mm. It sounds like a ghost of a raven, maybe. Oh, you missed the emo section earlier. Mm. <laughs> ghost of a raven. <laughs> it's my ska band. There's nothing emo about ska. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking my artistic pursuits into many different like, facets. Downbeat ska. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's got to have a really long title, yeah, like, I tried God. to make it into the restricted section, but you only restricted my heart, or something <laughs> oh absurd. <my> God. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine, like, slow-tempo downbeat ska. <laughs> there's nothing, there's yeah. nothing more depressing than a trumpet. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so there do appear to be several volumes of, of this particular uh, Bloodline series, for lack of a better term, just because, I mean... Fiendish bloodlines are extensive. You know, they're eternal, so there's been a lot of them. Well, there's there's been a lot of them, but they don't breed very fast, or at least don't tend to within the particular. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing for a long time, <laughs> and worth doing well. So, uh, do you want to take one of the books? Do you want to take more than I'm one? I'm gonna take them? one. Okay. You don't gild the lily. <laughs> Fair enough. Are you are you looking for a particular one within this grouping? I'm gonna start with the first one. Okay. Uh, so really my goal here is just to, uh, I'm trying to understand more about, uh, where my, uh, <clears throat> where my, my, uh, my covenant has come from and, uh, look for possible loopholes in the contract. All right. Mm. Um, as you are moving back, are, are you looking for anything else while you're in here, or is this is this what you're here for? No, well, and I don't want to spend too long in here. Fair. Uh, as you're moving through back, back toward the Emerald Door, make me a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom is my lowest stat. It's almost like really? I knew that. <laughs> it's a 13. Okay. Uh... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As you are moving through with the the rest of the, of the library toward uh, the Emerald Door, you hear the faintest echo of that raven again, and then you continue outside. Evermore. <laughs> 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 
and you you walk you walk outside carrying this this book, and you definitely get kind of a sideways look from from the from the uh, the maid's you know, dorm. I don't know why they want it. <sighs> they always want the heavy ones. Am I right? Oh my goodness! I remind me to tell you later about the one who wanted the dictionary, the entire dictionary from Cholt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! That is a relatable sentence, buddy of mine. <laughs> And then suddenly they said, wait, Rolex from Long Island, not Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Technically it's a seven, but I think I am going to use my bit. Okay. Okay. Add a D6 to it. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Not the other game. Uh, one. Oh, wow. Yes. So you definitely get just like the interesting kind of look from the person, but you're you're you 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 were selling it fairly well earlier, so I got caught in a sleep storm, haven't been right since. <laughs> Those have been going I know. all around. What's the what deal, man? Forget about it. Sleep storms. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good rest of your day. Yeah, yeah, you too. <laughs> Guy. And we're we're an hour and twenty one minutes in before we made Lady Benavir head desk. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure there's more to come based on this setup. <laughs> <laughs> Very probably. So you make your way back out carrying this particular book. What would you like to do? I'm gonna go back to the bar. Okay. Uh gonna walk up to Dewey and I'm gonna say, All things can be done, my boy. There are places that, and I'll put this book down and I'll say, there are ways to get into the restricted section. Well, I'm working on that, but you got in? Mm-hmm. What's the book about? Snatch it up and start reading it. <laughs> List of what is that? Oh, is it Infernal? Yeah. Uh, Does reading it, like, hurt your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he starts bleeding. <laughs> List of what is that? A little pleasure reading. Uh, Dangerous oil too. <laughs> can I borrow this? No. No, that is not for children. Can I be back in ten minutes? Oh God! <laughs> not with the book. I, I want to be able to open it. I'm gonna put the book down. You're a teenager. Yeah. Cast comprehend languages as ritual. <laughs> You're not just gonna do that in the bar. <laughs> Yes, go back to his lab. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to know what his rituals are. Apparently not. It's a long shower. Leave me alone, Bob. (laughs) Um, Sabathini is going to walk over and, like, really, like, assess what this book is and is just going to kind of stare at Lester. Like, it's that look of, like, I'm waiting for you to explain this. Don't make me ask. (laughs) I, I enjoy... Learning more about your family. That is not what you said at the last family reunion. I enjoy learning about your family in the abstract. (laughs) (laughs) What exactly are you trying to learn, Lester? Well, uh, there are things you don't learn about people when you meet them. There are things that books will say about people that they'll never say about themselves. It's actually one of the reasons I hate books. Is this about me? Oh, no. No, my darling. You, I could write uh, volumes 
about you, my love. I don't need a book, I have the portrait. Then what exactly is this about? First Absinthian shows up in Baldur's Gate, there's some sort of nefarious goings on with murders that are unusual even for a place that is literally the capital of murder for this area. And now you're sneaking in the restricted section to get books about the hells? Well, really what this was was a proof of concept. You see, uh, we have several of our young people here who are very interested in getting into the restricted area. But I like to help the children. And like 20 seconds later, Dewey comes back down and is like, ah, oh, book reminds me I can just cast it as well. So, and I'm going to just start reading it. Uh, Sabathini is immediately just, I'm fully on guard, like, I'll do a perception check if you want me to, or just use my passive, of, like, looking to see if anybody else seems to have noticed this don't, book or that this is going on. Don't say any of the names in there. <laughs> go, go ahead and make me an active perception check. Uh, he's just silently reading. It's like, quick, pretty, very quickly. If you say any 15. of those names, there's a 1% chance they will actually show up. Oh. <laughs> Beetlejuice. You have to say that one several times. This is how we get our access to Candlekeep forever restricted. So look, look, looking around the common room of the hearth, there you are having a very intense conversation over a book mm -hmm. that is very common in Candlekeep. Sure. So no one seems to be paying any attention to, to what's going on. The, the bartender glances over a couple of times to see if you need anything, and, but goes right back to their business. But no one else in, in, the, in this area seems to be paying much attention. Um, and I know Dewey, Lester, and I are here. We, uh, oh, I'm sipping coffee still right here. here. Okay, I figured. Um, Odilla, have you joined What time, what time is it? Uh, it's late morning at this point. Odilla's sleeping at least till noon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you'll all excuse me, I've got some reading to do. Time for a trip to the bathroom. Oh, I'm so glad I got to that first. Mm. Don't worry, he'll use the one in the Magnificent Mansion. He doesn't like going to the shared quarters. It's got a gold seat. Um, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. As, as Lester passes you, you hear the faintest sound of a raven. Is it emanating from him, or is it elsewhere? It doesn't make me a perception check. Eleanor. <laughs> perception, that's a four. No, no, wait, where'd it go? Fifteen. It's kind of omnidirectional, but if you like turn your head and like listen for it, it's a near constant soft coin that it does seem to be like a little bit stronger in Lester's direction. I am going to follow. Okay. Yep. Just slide out of my chair. Um, thank you for the coffee. Um, there's still a little bit left. You want it or? Uh, Spockney just without me takes it, downs it. Okay. Sets the the cup back down. Okay, I'll, I'll be right back, and then we'll follow Mr. Moreover. I don't even think stealthy. I'm just gonna. Is it, and is it constantly going over and over again? Only when you're close to him. I will, I will follow within the range at which I can hear. And you do experiment a little bit to see how mm -hmm. close you, you need to be. It seems to be within about 20 feet of him. Okay. 
And he's literally just like walking along whistling. And Rusty is following Wuya. <laughs> <laughs> Sabathany is going to go... Stealthily? Yeah. Oh. Roll me a stealth check. Sabathany is going to go up to uh, Adela's room. Okay. And knock on the door. All right. Iris got a 20. We'll resolve that in a second. Yeah, you see that. Yeah, Iris just like cocks her head back and is watching. <laughs> yeah. Wuya doesn't notice, but then Iris goes... Can I give the book to Tidwell and tell him to take it to the bar? Um, sure. All right. So in my head, I just hear Rusty go, We've been made! Abort! Abort! <laughs> oh my god. Is that Rusty's voice? As, 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 as Rusty like, skids to a stop and like bounds somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> oh, look, a squirrel! And, like, I was totally chasing that! Hides behind a door. You see a fox with a fake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and somewhere in the distance... You hear a goose. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh Yeah, Spockthony's gonna go up to the the like shared quarters where she knows I do probably isn't as good. Gently tap on the door because she knows this is kind of <laughs> she wouldn't normally be awake at this time either. But uh, we'll tap on the door for Adilla. Yeah, and after a few seconds, <laughs> she'll crack open the door. She's pretty disheveled. <laughs> Pretty tired, looking hungover, and just gives a look. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry to wake you. I normally wouldn't do this, um, but I have a sneaking suspicion that um, let's turn on that leaving candle keep sooner rather than later, and I want to make sure I return to this. And Savathni is going to give you the rest of your purse that you're mm, given. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I took out 50 for the pool for the... Jackal wears to help him along, so there should be about 90 left in there. Mm. Um, apologies, I would have thought of it last night, but we were having such delightful conversation yeah. otherwise. Keep that book of yours close. Understood. And uh, Odilla will actually immediately go get the book and kind of keep it on her. Yeah, and then Spotthony will uh, head back to her room and probably uh, start looking for anything she's got in her possessions that would be means of, like... It's not really something that she has or, uh, under normal circumstances, so she's looking around to see if she has any residual, anything that would allow her to try to quick message someone without going through another person. Knowing that she probably doesn't have anything, but, like, if there's a leftover, like, a sending stone that still has a charge from a previous travels or anything like that. She's just, she's a little bit in a scramble. So she's. I'm going stuff. to say that if you want that to be one of the spells that is on the ring of spell storing, that is, that is, that is there. There is a seven there. That's right. That was one of the things I had requested. Um, she'll remember that then. And she's going to, is she going to do that? Uh, she's just going to make sure that she has the ring on her and then she's going to go try to find Lester. Okay. All right, so um, Wuya is following Lester. Lester gave the book to uh, the to, to Tidwell. I can't believe I forgot that name for even a second. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, and what 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 is Tidwell being told to do with this particular? Just uh, take it back to the uh, take it to the re- to the uh, back to the restaurant and put it in the safe. Okay. And Wuya, what are you doing? Um, so when the book splits off from Lester, 
does the book carry the noise or does Lester carry the noise? Lester is carrying the noise. Uh, is there any way to, in, like, ascertain any other qualities about this sound other than it's coming from Lester? doesn't sound even like iris it doesn't sound like a raven or a dead raven necessarily it sounds like the shadow of a raven i will telepathically communicate with iris and ask if she hears it as well she does does it stir does does it she is on edge hearing this thing like her talons are digging into your shoulder a little harder than usual mm -hmm. part of why she spotted rusty because she was looking for every possible problem that could happen okay i will oh god i don't even know what this would be um offer me something i'm sure it's fine for iris talking with her i, I i'll have a conversation with iris be like oh what's going on shadows darkness places that that you weren't supposed to go and we did and we survived it but just what are you talking about the house no no it's you weren't supposed to go back there go back what do you mean go back i haven't been back you don't remember do you no I, was, I would say that was better, but... Just stay away from, stay away from that sound. Okay. What, what is it? It's a call you shouldn't answer. And on that, we're going to go to break. I'd like to talk to you about Ooh. your vehicle's extended warranty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Mystery. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm <laughs> seven. Hey, hey, if she has not taken the, the hour and a half that we've given her to use the bathroom. She's working hard. The Baroness is working work. work. <laughs> Thank you, Baroness. Most of it's automated at this point. Okay. Man. Okay. Wow. <gasps> yes. Thank you all so much for joining us. I love you. <laughs> Thank you I'm all terrible. so much for joining us thus far. We're going to take a quick bathroom break where the... Six people are going to use one bathroom, so we'll be back yes. in probably about five, five to seven minutes or as quickly as we can. Stick around. Uh, we are having a giveaway. Yes, we are. We're back. It's live and ready to go. So put in hashtag chaos into the chat to win a set of the Birds of Paradise, whether it is the beautiful prickly pear margarita that he is holding up or another set that we have around the studio. We promise Amy hasn't used them. It'll have an octopus on it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yes, again, hashtag chaos in the chat, and we will be back shortly.
Hello everyone and welcome back to Quests and Chaos, Swords and Sages. There's a lot of there's a lot of ampersands in that particular sentence. Welcome back. Uh, I believe we are going to roll the giveaway. Has the giveaway been done? Yes. Roll it. We need a pre-show. Zero Mega Mercy 12. Uh, congratulations. Not Bong Clancy. <laughs> not Bong Clancy. If I ever need a stealth account, I'm just going to call it not Bong Clancy. And everyone's going to assume Clancy. it is. <laughs> Do it. I fully dare you. Congratulations on Mega Mercy. Congratulations. Ah, and Congratulations, Bomb Clancy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. You didn't win. It's only the first oh, day of the month. Yeah, I was to say, there's so much time. <laughs> this is the problem with the Reign of Terror. It is Lose. perpetual. <laughs> you might as well just get it over with. Uh, and in and in in the interim, we got bits. Uh, where so, so we're doing bits uh, before the intro video, and then uh, after the break, and then to go into combat. Bye. You know. Which we never do. <laughs> yeah. That's combat. You know, it's this thing that, that I do to keep you busy while I think of other things for you to do. Mm. Oh. <laughs> what about so verbal combat? <laughs> yes, that's why I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the. Uh... Crossing of wits is more often than the crossing of swords in this game because there's still only one sword in the party. Um, <laughs> does not and wits is very generous. <laughs> yes, wit. Is, it's just with singular. The shared brain cell that we pass around. Yeah. Which be below measure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we did get bits from Tamago Tora. One in honor of the great honk. Honk. <laughs> that probably doesn't go to us. No, no, never. No. And one to hear Lester's opinion on dragon milk. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> don't no. get him started. Uh, was, <laughs> was not here for the no banter imposition. Yeah. So it's the explosion. Squeezing. Uh, yeah, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, there we go. The seventh S. <laughs> Ooh, stars and stones. Cool. We need a new also S's. <laughs> we need a new like exclamation point S for a list of all the S's. <laughs> I use stars and stones because it's a the Dresden Files reference, but yeah, it works. It works. I like to tap into my non-existent inner Canadian with so sorry. <laughs> nice. Wonderful. All right. So when we left off, uh, our our adventurers had an hour and a half. Nothing happened. There. That's the. You think nothing happened. I was there. You think nothing happened. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, they arrived back at Candlekeep after a uh, torturous several days at Baldur's Gate. Mm -hmm. And have uh, completed their mission. They turned in all of the quest items. They heard the little ding as they as they leveled up. <laughs> you know, that was my best visit to Baldur's Gate. I, was, I won a lot gambling. I almost became a rat. Hot Angel, you already are a rat. That's how we no, met. I'm a weasel. Oh, I'm sorry. That, the nuance of uh, mortal plane terminology is lost on me sometimes. But that was the best visit I've ever had there. And now, and now that they are back in, in Candlekeep, everyone is continuing their researches. Dewey is still studying how to make a smaller, shorter, less powerful version of a polymorph spell, which... Is about polymorph is about five levels beyond his current level, but a is it just morph? Mini morph. Yeah. Mini morph. <laughs> there it is. Outstanding. I love it. The episode title. Mini morph. <laughs> Mini morph. Mini morph. 
Somebody make that toy. We're going to be rich. Mm. We just need a stuffed book, and when you squeeze it, it says things like, Mini Morph, I think that's beyond you. Are you sure that's a good idea? That's beyond Thomas, get on this merch now. (laughs) We just make a toy that just insults your intelligence the whole time. But in the sweetest possible way. Are you sure? Why would you throw me out? Are you sure you want to read that? Because your brain's going to explode. I'm here to protect you. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> but you're my idiot. Oh. Now that's what Sabathany says to Lester. <laughs> that's what I say to the majority of Q&C. Anyway. <laughs> kiss, kiss. So I think uh, once Sabathany had woken up Odilla, she's pretty hungover. Um, she wants some good hair of the dog. Doesn't think the tavern will quite have what she needs, so she's going to go to Club Scepter <laughs> and essentially get a Bloody Mary. <laughs> All right. So, Wuya, you were following Lester. Mm. Uh, are you also in Club, Club Scepter? Oh, I mean, like, I'm going wherever he goes, so yes. Okay. Where are you going, Lester? I'm going to Carouse. I'm going to go Carouse. Well, then. Uh, Dewey, how about you? Uh, I think after, after Rusty was made... Uh, <laughs> I went invisible. Two foxes. <laughs> I went invisible, and then I I went to catch up with Wuya. Okay, and Sabathany, how about you? Uh, Sabathany is after waking up Odilla and uh, returning her things and giving her the weird warning and picking up stuff from her room. She was going to look for Lester. I guess the question would be, did I get back down to the courtyard in time to see either Lester or to see? Wooya talking to Iris. You certainly saw me because I am sauntering at best. It's okay, you're not. Yeah, he's 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 not trying to really hide. Okay. Wooya isn't really trying to hide. It's like probably spotted both of them. Yeah. Okay. Then I am probably. Less is sort of the cat that ate the canary right now. That's fair. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then Sabakni will probably come up, and honestly, she'll probably come up and catch up to Wooya and sort of just fall in step with him as he's moving. Not really, not necessarily say anything, but just. <clears throat> Do you hear it? Stage whisper, buddy. Do you hear it? There we go. Yeah, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Do, I hear... Do I hear what, sugar? Does she hear it? Um. What do you want me to roll for that, <laughs> if anything? A wisdom saving throw. Oh, good, my favorite. <laughs> Oh. That would be a natural 20 for a 20, uh, yes, for 23. Does that 23. mean you don't hear it or do? I'm interested. Isn't it? Isn't that just? For a second, you think you hear what Wuya might be talking about, but but then you're like, eh. Uh, I'll just listen to her and be like, what should I be hearing? Um, nothing. Sorry. No, I was No, just... no, no. Don't play that game with me. We both know you're smarter than that. Tell me what it is that's going on. You're following my husband. So am I. What did you hear? I just hear like um like a like a bird ca- calling or It's it's a raven's call. So mm-hmm. yeah, kind of kind of the call, kind of the I mean, you're familiar with Iris's sounds. Mm-hmm. It's it's the it's her watchful. It, it's a watchful sound. It's a mix yeah. between caw and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do my best to describe it in sure. that fashion. Um, Spockley just sort of nods, uh, and you see her 
relax just like the slightest. Like she's still, she is all lit tense. You can almost see her fingertips like sparking a little bit. Uh, and, and you see just like the slightest bit of relaxation when you describe the sound. But, all right, okay, that's better than some of the alternatives. Do you know where it's coming from? It's coming from your husband. That's what I was afraid of. Well, perhaps we should follow him and see what he's gotten himself into this time. Okay, and we follow Lester. All I hear is a cello. <laughs> all right. Never ominous. Never, not at all. So, each of you make, makes your way in in pairs or separately toward Club Scepter. I can't remember the last time we were all in the same room. <laughs> it was that tent we slept in on the way back. Remember, there was only room for one person, and you insisted we should all try to fit. It didn't work. Well, I first insisted I should be in it alone. But no one went for that. Odilla has already finished one. She's like, I'm out of this room. <laughs> and she just, gives, she just gives the homunculi a look and like raises the glass. Like, there's there's already there's already one being trundled yeah. to you. Uh, and Dewey enter uh, enters last, invisible. Yep. And it's in the door door. No one comes in. <laughs> Hello, Dewey. <laughs> It was the bat bomb that gave you away. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And as the five of you congregate into one space, looking at each other, some with suspicion, some with a little more concern than perhaps normal, all of you hear a raven cry. Is there and, a bird stuck in here? And it is an echoing sound that fills the area. The five of you are the only ones who are currently in the magnificent mansion. It's too early in the day for the club to really be open. But the five of you are here together, and the raven cries, just this sound that echoes over and over again. And then you see mist starting to rise around you. Um, no, oh, no, 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 okay. no. <laughs> and within seconds, the mist covers everything around you. You can't, you can barely see each other, even though you are all within five to six feet of each other. And the mist gets thicker and cold. This is what happens when we're all in the same room. This is why we don't go in the same Lester? room. Lester, Lester, shut up! Odilla <laughs> says, I'm too hungover for this shit. <laughs> Uh, I think Spoxy puts her hand out into the mist in the little direction that she last saw Wuya and Iris to see if she can still like, like get a hand on Wuya's shoulder or something. You can you can find him him in the in the in the mist, and he is reassuringly solid as the yeah. mist and the and the weight of it starts to descend upon you. At first, it's at first it's like a cold weighted blanket, and then it's heavier and heavier still, making it hard to breathe, making it hard to think even. And you can all you can hear is this raven cry, and then the wind picks up. Wind, indoors. Me, charmer. <laughs> indoors. <laughs> and then, as as the mist gets thicker and thicker, each of you reaching for each other for comfort, for support, for just reassurance that you're not alone in the midst of this mist. It, it gets heavier and heavier still holds you there as you struggle to breathe. And then it starts to dissipate around you, and you are no longer in the mansion. Mm -hmm. Odilla's 
Because she's wearing her sunglasses the whole time. <laughs> we'll like tip them down and look around, kind of see. Where, yeah, what, where are we? You don't need to worry about light here. It is very, very dim. You look around you, and you are standing in... You'd call it a forest because it's the only word that really fits. It is the dark side of a forest. It is a forest that has been twisted and warped through darkness and shadow. And all around you is mist and darkness. There's no moon. The sky is blank. No stars, no moon, just darkness covered in a little mist. Lester, please tell me this is some creative redecorating you've got going on here. I don't do goth or emo crap. No, I don't like this at all. Dancing lights. And as the light comes up a little bit, you know you know how far dancing lights usually illuminates. The darkness seems to be a presence that presses against the light, pushing back against it. The light still illuminates, but not as far as you would expect it to. I'm going to cast dancing lights and just put each one next to one of Uyaz to try and make him run. Oh, Rusty, sit down. (laughs) (laughs) And the the light does get a little bit bit brighter, but there's a sense of dread that just sits in the center of your chest. You are not where you are supposed to be, and something about this place is just... The air is wrong. And, yeah, you remember the description of if darkness had a smell. This is what you were smelling. Where did you take us? I have no idea where we are. Did you touch any of the books in the restricted section aside from that one? No, no. Well, uh, I mean, I looked at the other books of its ilk in that section, but this is the only one I took out. Telepathically, Iris, where are we? You turn to look at Iris. She is no longer a skeleton. She is a fully-fledged bird, a raven, standing on your shoulder. And she just looks at you and the sorrow and fear in her eyes. You weren't supposed to come back here. I've never been here. Yes, you have, but you don't remember it. Okay, why don't I remember it? Because I made you not remember it was the only way to keep you sane. Um, okay, well, okay, 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 how do we get back? I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know how we got here. Where is here? We're in the Shadowfell. I don't know where, I don't know if it's a specific domain of, no. No, I hear her. It's just, it's just the Shadowfell. Who is her? My lady. I can't tell you more, I promised I wouldn't. Promised who? Promised my lady, who else? Will ya, you have a brain, use it. Okay. Who is my lady? And y'all are seeing me, like, starting to, like, verbally yeah, yeah. start <laughs> shouting at a bird. Sabathany so, so is still standing here, and I think just kind of puts a hand on, on the shoulder that Iris isn't on, and just, it's just that kind of, like, the reassuring squeeze of, like, And that I'm shoulder just interrupt. pulls away. Your bird's a warlock? I've been here before, too. I was born here. Where is here? 
If it's the shadow fell, that's where I'm from. No, this is very, this is very bad. This is very bad. For dramatic purposes, what is the shadow fell? It's the shadow plane of reality. On the material plane, everything where the mortals live is as it is. And then every other plane exists elsewhere, you know, the, the hells. We go down into a whole other plane of reality when we go there. Well, the Shadowfell and, and the Feywild and the ethereal plane, they're all like that. They're sort of mirror images of everything on the material plane, but ruled by others. And if we're in the Shadowfell, that is the domain of the... Probably not a good idea to say it. Yeah, like, she, um, like, like Iris oh, act, like oh. actually like fully bridles and yeah. looks oh, at you. Oh and no, Sabathie fully warmly. like pauses and swallows and just goes, "Well, just like we don't say mother's name or the names of any of her compatriots, we shouldn't speak of the lady without her permission here. But we should be careful because uh, there are quite a few of us who I think are not going to be very welcome in this place. I know Della's been trying to look and stay cool, but she's been fiddling with her necklace and all her pendants on it. I wonder what they have to drink here. Lester, don't eat or drink anything in another domain that you don't know about. Don't use your name. Don't eat a drink, and don't make any deals or contracts. Mr. Moreover, I'm going to ask you again. Do you know why we're here? I don't. Oh, hold on. I never heard, did I, I don't, I didn't hear the crow noise anywhere but in the restricted area, right? Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't. Until, you know. Everything's right, right happening. Right. <laughs> uh, do we, you? Did you just say you are from the Shadowfell? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I thought you. What were do you mean? Water deep. Yeah. What do you, what do you mean you think so? Um. I don't think my parents were from here, but they were here when I was born. I see. And Why? I, they're, they're adventurers. Okay, well... They go on adventures and kill bandits. And how old were you when they left Shadowfell? Uh, I don't really... Do re you remember how no, they left? I don't remember. I don't remember the Shadowfell. Okay. I was too young. So this bit of your backstory is not very useful for us. <laughs> I love it when you get meta-narrative. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, maybe? But that's why I can do things that aren't spells. Like, like the invisible, it's not a spell, it's just something I, I do. Uh, and that's how Rusty it Just a teenager her. thing. No. <laughs> I went to yeah. finishing school with a couple of drow princesses, duchess, whatever you would call them, they could do those sorts of things, too. Okay. Does anyone know anything about this plane? And I more like importantly, it. where the exit is? I like it better than I like Baldur's Gate. So you far. won't. You you hear that, that raven call again, that echo. 
and this time your bag that that, that you didn't carry on you feels heavier. Huh. I'll look in there. There's a book that you didn't put in there. I presume that that book. Can it share with the class, Angel? Uh, I just uh, became uh, a, the book that I secreted away has... Uh... No, no, not that book. Sorry. Oh. A different book. Oh, a book I don't know. A book you have never seen oh. before. I, I, I have... Uh, apparently the Shadowfell is not aware I'm not much of a reader. Savathani is just going to put out her hand then. I'll hand it to her. So... Let me see if I can find where the description of the book is. Here it is. Uh, the thin book bears no title inside or out. Its covers are cracked, unvarnished thin sheets of black oak covered with bird scratches and little indentations made by pecking beaks. Bound with black wire between these covers are 33 pages that have yellowed with age and wrinkled from moisture. Each page bears tiny blotchy brown script written in an unsteady hand by an unidentified author. And do you, do you open the book? This smells like a sanity check. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sabachthani rubs the ring that is now on her middle finger, so not her wedding ring, but another ring that she's now wearing, and it sort of starts glowing a little bit. Basically, she's prepping a charge in case she needs it. Mm-hmm. And then I will open the book. Okay. When you open the book, the sound of that raven call, the echo, echoes all around you. That's very familiar. It sounds frightened. Oh. And then, because you are the one holding the book, you hear a little girl's voice in your head. Oh, God. It's a mistake. Okay. <laughs> you opened it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think you would. Hi. Was I not supposed to? Normally we read books. Well, this book is different. I'm aware, but if you'd like to explain what kind of different you mean, I'd appreciate it. Well, uh, this wasn't supposed to happen. This book kind of has a mind of its own. Oh! That isn't me. That's not... Who are you? Spock that he is... As she's telepathically responding, she is also saying everything that she is saying out loud and kind mm-hmm. of glancing yeah. around everybody else. So you're only getting you're getting at least half the conversation. <laughs> but I'm Halithe. 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 Well, okay. it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, that is H E L U T H E for all of my scrupulous note takers over here. Mm-hmm. Um. I just wanted help clearing out some people who took over my house, but the book, um, it smelled, it smelled him. And like, you get, you get the, the strong sense that if, that if a little girl was pointing, she was pointing at Wuya. Mm-hmm. It's, it, 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 it smelled him on, on your, on your friend who was in the, the section and said that it needed, he's, that, 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 that he's supposed to come back here. Not my fault. <laughs> Do you know why he's supposed to come back here? 
it's something to do with the lady. But the book is awfully um, taciturn. Oh. I understand that inclination. Um, you needed help clearing out your house. Is your house in the Shadowfell? No, but, 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 uh, because of the things that happened there, there's, there's a portal, there's a portal there. There's a portal in the Shadowfell. Yes, 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 yes. Well, in the material plane, there's, there's, stop kicking the table. <laughs> in the material plane, there's a, there's a portal from the, sh- from, from the, the, the house to the Shadowfell, and it should be able to work the other direction, too. So you could theoretically go both ways, get from the Shadowfell back to the material plane through this portal. Uh-huh. And, and the, the, the pages of the book flip a little bit on their own, like pushing upwards in a wind that you can't quite feel. And this map comes twisting out of one of the pages. Thank you. Um, Some unclear punctuation there. Where, where should we be going then? You'll, you'll, you'll want to go up toward which way? Way up in the corner there. Y- yes, right. And, um... Which way? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh... It's a call. <sighs> what now? <laughs> Where? All right, um... What happened at your house that you needed cleaning up after then? There's people who've moved in there. I guess they're nice enough but I don't want them there. What kind of people? Like squatters? Like adventurers? Like... People who are people and birds. Luckiest people ever. Oh, of course. Well, um, if we could help with that, do you think you could help us get that portal walking so we could get back to the material plane? I hope as much as I can. That would be much appreciated. Thank you. Uh, Sabakthani is gonna kind of look at look around everyone and then just like slowly close the book. It struggles a little bit against being closed, but then complies. All right. Now, does that say uh... evil? Comma, beware, or evil beware. I think we should assume both, just for our own safety. I take it that we have found a possible way out of here. That is what it appears. Uh, so I think we'll relate the other half of the conversation. Um, okay. I no longer feel somewhat responsible for this. You are absolutely responsible for this. If you hadn't gone into the restricted section, none of this would have happened. The whole point of me being here was to go into the restricted section. You went into the restricted section? What did I miss while I was sleeping? <clears throat> Odilla wants to take out her book just to see if anything's different from it, <laughs> being in a different plane. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there are flowers in that attic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you open the book? Yes. Okay. So as you're opening the book and paging through through the pages, there's a little bit of a wind that picks up. 
flipping to some of the pages rapidly to uh, one of the illustrations of a skyship, the skyship that, that they that they live on an adventure on, okay. and the wind stops, and then you see that you hear the wind move up, and you look up, and there's a ghost of a ship flying too far away to really communicate with more of I mean you know you know illusions this is the ghost of something similar yeah okay here but not here more not here than here yeah she's gonna earmark that page where do you think we are on that map I look Uh, to my left do I see a scorch of the red worm (laughs) (laughs) um make me a perception check well I'm good at those that's an eight. I have an eleven passive, <laughs> and your passive you you can't roll below your passive. So because of that, uh, oh, I can't. <laughs> looking at looking around, you are clearly in a in a forest. Whether it's one of the three <clears throat> forested areas that are on that particular map, you you can't really tell. the The mist is very thick, even with the. Is there the a discernible path? Um. This is more like the kind of forest that is so old that there's no real undergrowth. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you really look, you can see kind of the indent of a path. I suppose we travel on until we come to a fork, I mean, and then some of those places don't look all that terrible. I've had I've had some terrible experiences on wood bridges. <laughs> Trolls, my Chestnut friend. Hill sounds delightful. No, that's Three Tree Hill. Well, are, is there a chestnut anywhere out there? No, I don't know where you got chestnut. <laughs> a bridge. Are you sure you can read? If we could find the bridge, we could locate. If we find water, we'd probably find a bridge. That's an excellent point. Or something it, you know, there's, close to water. There's that thing on the top left that says, like, evil this way or something like that. Well, evil that's the question. Is it saying evil there's evil beware, beware or is it telling evil to beware? Because either way, I'm in trouble. Okay. Well, yeah. Hmm? I think it's probably a good idea if you don't interact with this book, if you don't have to. Yeah. No. Just, yeah. Has Iris gained weight? Feathers. Yeah, your bird seems a bit more corporeal than usual. Yeah, which is strange. Um, perhaps Iris could help us out by flying up in the trees and giving us a direction to go. I will telepathically ask Iris if a picture can summon a ghost of a skyship what can thoughts do (laughs) this is I mean it's the shadow fell it's the land of ghosts and shadows and what is a ghost but a particularly strong thought so it may be a good idea to reduce our conversation as much as possible because we might be heard. Okay. And I will just throw her upwards in the practice motion of just sending her up and ask to see if, if she can see any uh, discernible landmarks. Okay. She flies up in the, into the mist and disappears from view very quickly. Quicker than even the mist really should allow for. Uh, but you can still feel the reassuring presence of her in your mind, indicating that she is still within the 100 feet that you can communicate and even warg into her. 
Uh, and she's up there for a couple minutes. And for a second, you feel her slide out of the 100-foot range before coming back in. And then she, she comes back down and pecks at your shoulder and then flies forward toward uh, a, l- a little bit north and west of where you're standing. Okay. I guess we're going that way. And yeah, just let's go. I don't want to be here. Great. <clears throat> okay, well. Is Kidwell here? I don't know how this weird extra-dimensional stuff is. (laughs) Um, And it's totally fine to say he's not. He is your familiar, but he was not with you. Right. When when you got pulled over, um, Rusty was physically on. Yeah. Rusty Rusty and Iris both were. But you can can basically, like, dismiss him as an action and call him here. Because he he hasn't died. So you can just call him here, basically. Maybe he'll get feathers. All right, so the five of you start start to walk through this this low forest, and the ever present weight never lets up. There's a discomfort even to the breathing here, and the sounds of the dead leaves under your feet seem muffled, as if they are wrapped in mist and very far away. Uh, but you continue onward. Whoever has the best survival check, please make me a survival check. Got a plus three. Five. I don't survive. <laughs> <laughs> I will survive. I don't think mine's that high, but that's probably yours. Yeah, I have a plus four. I'm proficient in survival, shockingly enough. My childhood was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. We do have inspiration. Yeah, let's use our inspiration. What what cards do we have? We've change of fate, magical key, boosted regeneration, and one more time. So, change of fate. That's a reroll. Mm-hmm. But the cards are the yeah. cards are going to be around all month. The inspiration's yeah. not. Let's yeah. Do inspiration. Yeah, let's already got add a D six to that. Oh, that was a slow one. That was an ankle biter. That 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 just ran away from me. Two. So that's a seventeen total. Okay. So you you range a little ahead of, of the group. Your your what color what color are Sabachthani's eyes? Um, <laughs> I, I think they normally present as just very kind of indistinguishably dark. But sometimes when she's very upset or stressed, they get kind of that red hellfire glow. Shows up in kind of her eyes and her fingertips a little bit. I think right now they're like glowing red. I was about to say, would it be fair to say that her eyes are red right now? Yeah, at the moment, like, and it's like it's like the stress. Her body is like fully tensed. Mm-hmm. I would have just won the newlywed game. My answer was, it depends on how angry she is. Oh, <laughs> oh that's precious. You know me so well, and yet you still went into the restricted section without warning. Uh, so you're ranging a, li- a little ways ahead with your fingertips and eyes glowing red, searching the, the ground, the, the woods around you, the sky, the, trying to see your way through the mist. You do eventually, as you're ranging a bit, you find what looks like a wagon trail. And the wagon track leads in the direction that Iris was indicating and is still flying a little ahead of you. And as you are following this wagon track, you, you find water? The idea of water, the shadow of water. There's a river in front of you, but it looks 
as horrifying as as a body of water possibly can. Like like dark water swampy or like River of Souls from Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> like which which degree of horrifying? More like that kind of almost a very still river with little little flicks of of light light nope, nope. here and there. And you know, you just know, looking at it, that it is way deeper than it looks. And if you step in that, you won't be seen again. You know, we don't want to find the wood bridge because the wood bridge is in a direction of a road that just leads up into this forest to nowhere. We want to take this road because we want to get to which way? That's water. I don't believe so because the Sorry, water me, is going under the bridge Let here. me Let me show you the, the colored version. That's water. Oh. No, see, the water goes right. under so the bridge. Need... The road is going this so way. So if we find the road, oh, I see. Goes through I see the bridge, what you're saying. We can get up to. Why yeah. don't we just follow the water? Right to which way? If we think we can follow the water without falling in it, because I think anything that touches that water that isn't of this place is uh, not likely to be seen again on this or any other plane. Where does this road go? It just ends. It goes into the forest. <clears throat> They don't map the forest. I think you mean into the woods. Into the did, woods. Did we come out of the forest? You're still you're still within the forest next to the river. But is that the forest that we're in? We could be coming we this way. No, we we've got that's that why way. we're looking for the bridge or any other landmark. Right, let's find the bridge. Maybe we can ask somebody. I bet the people here are charming. Well, they talk. We are going to think really hard about an apple. And just see what it would do. Are you okay? No, it's, this is a terrible seat. I'm sorry, Warren. For the, last three, for the three years I made you sit here. Can I think really hard about an apple? Okay. When when you think about about the apple, you picture it in your mind. This beautiful honey crisp apple. You can almost taste it. It's so it's such a a strong image, and. As you are thinking about it, you can see it in your mind's eye. And then there's mist that wraps around it in your mind's eye, corrupting it, turning it a, a weathered husk of an apple in your mind. Blink out and just kind of fold the arms and just stand there amongst them. And Iris come, comes and sits on your shoulder again worriedly like leaning her head a little bit against your your jaw give a bit of a little head bonk um which way looking at her that's where we're going well when 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 you ask her that she considers for a second and lets out an uncertain little cawing sound okay well i guess we're picking a direction y'all Uh, Tidwell, would you be a gentleman and bring me a julep? Okay. So, uh... Your drink, sir. Yeah. He, he appears and disappears and then reappears holding a mint julep. Is it shadowy and gross? It starts off looking very normal. And then as he offers it to you, you start to see the ice cubes in it turn jagged. And then the mint curls in on itself. 
blackening and corrupting. Okay. That's a shame. Um, Lester, that yes, was me. a pretty useful trick there. Perhaps you might ask Tidwell to bring us a compass. Uh, well, I can try, but I don't... He, he's really more with foodstuffs. That's especially, but I can try. But I wonder what impact this area would have on a compass. We'll see. All right. We can't see... The mist is too dense for us to see the sky right now. Yes. Correct? Okay. And there are no stars or anything. Water is still. You mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Tidwell, would you, uh, would you uh, be a gentleman and bring me back a compass? Yes, sir. I can't oh, do the voice. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> Your compass, sir. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> And he brings a, a compass back and places it in, in your hand. And as you hold it, for a moment, the needle points in the direction that Iris was indicating as north. And then the needle starts to spin. And then all the location, all the, the indicators disappear. <laughs> the indicators stay, but they sort of shift. Well, apparently we're going that way. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I just noticed which way was pointing north for a split second, and hopefully that was a true north, and we, according to this map, need to be going slightly north-west. Yeah. Well, depending on where we are. I think we, we need we to are, find that bridge. If we are in any forest on the That's map, true. then going north is our best bet. Okay. Yeah. So we should go in whatever direction seems to be north until we come upon someone or something. And we've got this wagon trail. Maybe we'll meet some mummers. Okay. I could do with a puppet show. Have you ever seen show, the kind of theater they put on in the Shadowfell? The drow are not known for their sense of humor. Well, no, but, you know, if you like S&M... Okay, so... The things they can do with those Odella's going to go up the wagon trail in the direction that is most north, or, like, what the compass originally pointed towards. Okay. You know, maybe we'll find some adventurers here. There have been known to be adventurers who come into the Shadowfell. My girlfriends in school used to tell me stories about trying to run away with tall, handsome adventurers up to the north. Several of them got themselves in all kinds of trouble trying to do it, too. Those tentacle whips. Mm, more about their mothers. You think mine is bad. You should meet some of the matron mothers here. I won't have a word said against your mother. That's wise. She is the opposite <laughs> of a saint. That is very true. Uh, Sabachthani is going to kind of stay near Wuya, Not in a way that's like... She doesn't want to seem like she's hovering too much, but just... Makes a point of making it known that she's staying close. We all continue to walk and noticing the maternal presence. <laughs> <laughs> is is going to just not walk faster, but indicate just a little extra distance. She'll fall back a little bit then, but keep you in, in sight. And then as we walk in the direction, I'm going to, I'm going to think of a, some peonies flowers. Okay. And just, the apple being mundane, the peonies having a bit more purpose mm -hmm. for Wuya, see if that does anything. 
So you are able to picture the peonies in, in your mind and hold them in your mind, the beautiful color of them, even the smell. And then you hmm, make me a wisdom saving throw. 15. For just a second, there's like this horrible spot headache that, fly, that uh, flashes through your head, making you wince as you try to focus on these peonies, these things of beauty, these things of power for you. And it hurts just to think about them. Shakes his head and keeps walking. Definitely more tight. Mm-hmm. Shoulders kind of raise up a bit. Arms are still crossed. All right. It feels like you travel forever. The there is no changing, change to the air. There is no change to the mist. The ongoing just oppression pressing on your soul as you walk and walk along this river. But as you follow the river, you do, in time, find a bridge. An iron bridge. It looks wooden. <laughs> I would assume this is the wood bridge. What you see in front of you is a like a covered bridge, like what you would see on the East Coast. But with twisting sigils etched into each of each of the pillars that support it all across the river. <sighs> there are what are the chances we find a troll under this bridge? <laughs> <laughs> or a goat man? Mm. There are let's take out both of her daggers, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Excellent. There are motifs of ravens flying across this, this bridge. But also, uh, everyone make me a perception check. Oh, that's the first thing you're today. Oh, man. Natural 20. Oh, wow. I got an 18, which is almost as good as I can get. For a 24. 13. Mm-hmm. 15 passive. Thank 22. You. All right. So you three, uh, Dewey, Lester, and, and uh, Odella, you see a flash of color, the only flash of color that you have seen in the Shadowfell, this little bit of a ribbon that's tied to one of the pillars, flying, fluttering alongside a picture of a, of a raven. It is a, a purple ribbon. You would find them in just about any, um, any street fair. Little girls tie them in their hair. Something so utterly mundane that is given a beauty by this place in that the color remains beautiful even here. Sure hope my new clothes don't get all shadowy. Him forbid they turn more gray. <laughs> I feel like that's probably the least of our problems, but I appreciate the sentiment. Would it, would it be possible uh, to cross the gap without going on the bridge and following the path on the other end? So could we, like, jump across the water or anything? The water is entirely too... It is a proper river, mm-hmm. and there are no stones that come up high enough to cross over. Well, then I guess it's through the bridge. Dewey, how would Rusty like to play scout for us? 
I think that there's a Tidwell for that. <laughs> I was about to say, I think this might be Tidwell's time to shine. He's almost as perceptive as I am. That's less what I'm concerned about as perceiving what becomes of him as he leads the way. Can we choose? We have. We seem to have a plethora of familiars. Can one of them please cross this bridge before we do? Maybe. Yeah. Check out that. Never send a familiar to do something that you won't do yourself. I'll walk across the bridge. Okay. All right. Tidwell is a gentleman's gentleman. I won't have him harmed. Mm-hmm. A, a gentleman's gentleman. Um, Sabachthani is gonna pull the book out of her bag and just hold it in her hand while. Les is crossing the bridge to see if anything happens. Okay. Uh, you feel the, the presence of, of, a, of a little girl uh, in, your, in your mind again as you open the book. Do you open, I'm sorry, do you open the book? Or do you just hold it? Oh, that is a good Um. You know how you feel about children. <laughs> There's a lot ever, of them in these sorts ever of ch- I, Yeah, I don't, I don't. My mother's trying to tell me something subconsciously, and I don't know if that's the player or the character. Also, um, we still can only afford two accents. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think Sabakani will, at this point, she will step away. Again, keeping everyone as much in sight as can, but she will actually put a fair amount of distance between herself and Wuya, make a point of, like, visibly taking out the book so if anybody looks, they can kind of see what she's doing, and then she will open it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you open it... The pages flick again. You don't feel a wind at all, but the pages flick through to a drawing. It is a drawing of a a covered wagon, or the inside of a covered wagon, drawn from the perspective of someone laying down looking up. Diamond Jim. (laughs) I'm trying not to pull on GDS. and while it is, while it is created in these like hard black lines, um, there's a sense of color to it. And let me a history check, if you would. Uh, Fourteen plus two for sixteen. Looking at it, you have not encountered these people yourself but you have heard of the wagons of the Vistani. Okay. And this looks like one of theirs, as seen from the inside. It's the description of what I've heard of, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then the, and the little girl is, is, is in your mind again. Well, we're getting closer. Are we? Well, that's good to hear. This is this this is the shadow of a bridge my dad helped build, actually. Your father helped build this. How no. exciting! On the other side. Uh, of of course, not not down here. He didn't put ravens all over it. Did he put other decorations? Not really. All right. The other people who come through did that. Oh, more of more of your people? Not mine. Right. But they stopped in every now and again at the house. They were nice. Friends of your parents? More like traveling entertainers. Ah, yes. Mamas and performers and such. 
and tinkerers, and they made the prettiest puppets. Puppets? Interesting. Any of those puppets still at the house? Might be. I haven't been there in a long time. Where are you now? I'm here. Here? In and Shadowfell? The pages of the book flick. Uh, Sabathany visibly winces. It's like, that was exactly what she was hoping was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, I guess we'll just keep going. Was there anything uh, special about the bridge your, your father built? Any secret trapdoors or little hidden messages we should look for on the other side? Oh, he always liked to put a charm on them. A charm? What kind of charm? It's both of I'm I, almost across. Oh! I looking at Wuya, looking at Lester, looking at Wuya, <laughs> Lester, just. I prepared explosive runes today. <laughs> Boom! I can't really read it, but. Um. To make you brave. That's very kind of him. Well, um, as he's having this very unsettling conversation with the book, um, I also want to glance at, like, any visible writing, if there's any on, like, the facing page or any, like, is this written in a language that I recognize or I, like, at least recognize the alphabet of? If it's, not a language. it's common. It is in common? Okay. Yeah. Um, and does it seem like it's, like... Is it like diary entries? Is it a builder's log? Is it a transcription of the conversation I'm having with this creepy child in my brain? <laughs> like that's happening as we have like what? What is the text? So are you gonna take some time to like to actually read it or I am just, I am just waiting for a horrifying shriek of either like Lester plummeting to his doom or something attacking the party. So I'm yeah, I'll take a moment to kind of read some of this. Okay. Um, standing there and reading it, you get this, this is a, it is a first-hand account. Okay. Of someone who references the, the Vistani as her, her hosts. Okay. As, uh, you have to, you have to flick a, a, a little ways back, but you, you realize pretty quickly glancing through it that, um, the, the, the Vistani had found this person and were helping her. Okay. Um, almost no names are given through, throughout the book. Good. We don't like using names in other planes. <laughs> there, are two, there, there are two names that are mentioned, and I will tell you them if you want to know them. Um, yes, Spockany would want to know names. Uh, a teenage girl named Drasha and a, and a young boy named Darzen. Okay. Um, great. So it's a first-hand account of someone who was found by the Vasani who uh, then assisted, like, like this is traveling with them? This is traveling with them because okay. this, this person had had a very bad break of, of her leg. Okay. And so they were taking care of her uh, with poultices and um, the, 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 uh, the boy Darzen is described as having a beautiful singing voice to help her take her mind off the pain. Little things like that. How you deal with with uh, horrifying wounds in a medieval society that when when you don't have magic. Basically, 
Uh, I want to flip to the very last page and see what the last entry is. The very last page is the description of a winding path that leads up to a castle, a chalet, something that's up on a hill, a high hill, low mountain. Right. That is described as being on a winding path and having a terrifying visage as as they approach it. And uh, the book ends with a description of the castle's dreadful countenance and the writing abruptly stops on the third to last page with kind of a ink ink streak mark. Yeah, that's what I was mostly looking for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, (laughs) And the last two pages are blank. But are they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question. As 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 Les crosses the 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 bridge. Before I cross. <laughs> yes. Please uh, tell me. One thing that I want to do because I haven't seen any proof of this is I'm going to Eldritch Blast the water. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Roll me an attack roll. Is there a bright green flash? It is a much more muted green flash. Oh, yeah. It's still there. I just beat the hell out of this water. 25. <laughs> you One. get it, huh? I have driven that opponent from the field of battle. I demand experience. <laughs> oh, you want experience, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Booyah, go Shadow ugly. troll. It's <laughs> about to get ugly. <laughs> um, so, at... But it's different. Like the... The 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 appearance and I don't know if I feel the performance, but the appearance is definitely different. Muted. Yes. Yeah. You. It's it's still it is still your magic. You can still feel your connection to your patron unabated. A little muted though. Mm-hmm. It's like you're wrapped in cotton wool as you are casting this spell, and as the as the green energy leaves your hand. It first goes muted and then twists into something that looks like a handful of thorns as it flashes out and hits the water and the light disappears as if it was never there. I'm not sure what impact this uh, plane is going to have on our abilities. And then Dylan. I'll walk across oh, the Dylan's bridge. Oh, Dylan's going to stab yeah. a post-it bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. Like, I don't know about the rest of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's going to stab a post-it bridge. She says, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> Do you now? Yep. Roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of just big furniture. We're fighting a bridge? Is there a bridge, maybe? The look of a DM who know who know who knows what that could mean. Of all the times, one of two to, things. Of all the times to not be playing a drow, like almost every other character <laughs> I have. As you are crossing the the bridge, and so when when your eldritch blast hit the water, it had quite a kind of a blorp noise to it that was much more viscous than you associate normal water with being. And as you are crossing the bridge, you can hear the water kind of rustling under you. It doesn't sound like water, and that's creepy. Mm. It sounds a little bit more like crinkled paper, kind of. A little bit of cellophane, maybe, that kind of like, as it moves underneath the wood of 
uh, the, the, the bridge itself. And as you get about halfway across, you hear a My trademark. <laughs> and then the sound stops. I'm sure it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> and as you get to the the end of, of the bridge, you feel like a pressure push in and then release suddenly like a cork. And then it's this enormous spider is in front of you. It doesn't come from the top of the roof. It's just there. Hello. <laughs> and it's, it, it screeches at you. And that's where we're going to end tonight. Ooh. Goodbye. <laughs> it's after nine. I'm not starting combat. No. I'm sure it's not combat. Uh... So thank you all so much for joining us as we take a turn into the creepy from uh, our usual Swords and Sages uh, adventure. Thank you so much for coming along with us thus far. Uh, and um, apparently we got uh, 500 more bits. So those will go Ooh, nice. straight into the boy from... Oh, wait, we could buy a card. That is a good point. How many bits do we have? We have four. Four. You want to buy... Well, so there's 20 in the boy right now. So... Four Screw them, one. we could get a card. Two cards? One card? I don't want to give Bomb Clancy stuff. <laughs> we'll do at least one card. and then let's, we'll. Think I like that. Let's, let's buy it. one card. Yeah. We'll do one card and then and two for the boy. Yeah. Give Bomb Clancy a mini reign of terror. And you know what would make a great ending to this when we're all done? It's just going to that slate that has uh, Dewey's new outfit. Oh, yeah. <sighs> but you put it in black and white because we're in the show. All the colors of the gray bow. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're going to buy two cards. One, one card. Buy one card and put so in two. So if I remember correctly, we I, I pick two off the top and you choose which one you want. Yes. Right. We want the good one. Well, I shuffled it up. You tell me if those are good. All right. There you go. Guiding light. You ask for a guiding light from the gods for a brief moment. You see a faint glow in the direction of your stated goal. Ooh. And you sense an estimate of how far it is. That might be I useful. think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the other one? The other one let us know the immunities and vulnerabilities of what we were fighting. Forgotten lore. You know any immunities, resistances, or vulnerabilities of any creature you can see. I'll just metagame that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right, so that will join your stack of five cards that will follow you through the month. We all So the 500 bits were from N underscore 3 underscore S underscore S or Ness. Ness. Thank you so much for, for your bits, for your likes, your subscribes, all of the things. Thank you for watching. Give us a follow on Twitch, a sub on YouTube. Give us a review on the podcast app of your choice. We're on all the usual podcatchers. You'll, you'll do best probably looking for us on... Uh, I think we're I think we're on Audible, actually. The production reports is yeah. at least. Even I could find us on Spotify. You know, but you can't leave a review on Spotify, which is frustrating. Uh, Better for me. If you go to Repod, you can leave reviews and commentary on every single episode, and I will come through and like all of them and respond to you because yeah. I'm very active on that yeah, app. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Um, Repod. I know. That's why I'm spreading the good word. We're also on a new service called Reason. Yes. Really? Yes. Good to know. All right, so uh, the, the schedule for the rest of this week, Wednesday, the Redacted Reports is going to be back. Again, we are going through Lover in the Ice. If you are familiar with that module, pay attention to, 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 the, to the content warnings. They are there for your protection. Uh, Saturday, is, Saturday morning, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden is back, 11 o'clock Pacific. And then it will be followed by Down Darker Trails at 6 p.m. Pacific. 
So thank you again so much for joining us. Um, and we'll, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Swords and Sages. If you want to catch us live, check us out at twitch.tv slash questsinchaos or go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash questschaos. Join us next time for more Swords and Sages. Thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. This podcast is supported by our patrons, starting with our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tamago Tora. Nothing is more important than middle management. Here is our inspiration middle management. Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Erebus, Anonymous Wizard, Jen W., and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, Jay Matthews, Red Dead Coquette, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. Of course, we also have some amazing guild members that help keep us going. If you would like to support us as well, please consider joining at patreon.com slash quests and chaos.